before we get started on today's show, me, DG, and yeah, I guess I guess our buddy Troy's back again on this one. Us three want to give a quick shout out to the man behind the board, Corey with a K. We put up a little poll slash survey of our last uh, fantasy draft that we did, the fast food draft. Corey with a K pretty much just ran away with this one. I think he won by like a spread of like 14 votes. DG came in second. I was close behind DG in third. I think I was like three or four votes behind him. And then uh, Mr. Glazed Donut over here, Troy, <laughs> came in to uh, last place finish with, I think, a total of three votes. So, Troy, how do you feel about that? What do I get, like a toilet bowl trophy or something? Yeah. Or? At least if I got a few votes. Yeah, I, mean, I didn't think you'd get any, but. Well, I remember when we did, the sh- did that sh- episode, you said, you know, I don't care about the votes. This I'm going with the foods that I like. This is my list, and I don't care. So on that note, I mean, you stuck. You, you stayed true to your game. people. I mean, they'd probably get extra votes. But if you listen to the podcast, you know you knew whose list was. But whose. that's that's the advantage if you listen to the podcast. Right, you can vote for who you want. So again, Corey with Gay, congratulations. Yep, props. You know the ice cap and the fountain coke won it for you because the ladies love it. Ladies love it. The ladies love it. But anyways, on today's episode. We uh, we absolutely have nothing to talk about. It's just kind of going to be a wing it type thing. If you want to call it a round table, call it a ring table. We're going to have a few guests in studio with us. We're going to hit on a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Corey with the K, let's rock. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, this is Clay Roll, a.k.a. Rollski, and this is another edition of the Sip and Serve podcast, where we sip what's cold and serve what's hot. To my right, I got Corey with the K, and across the table, I got my main man, DG. What up, DG? Hi, Rollski. How was your week? Uh, You know, I got pissed a lot this week at work. Long, long days, you know, kind of boring. Just wanted to be home. But you know what? I got through it with a smile on my face. I woke up every morning. I went in there. You know, I got my eight hours in. And you know what I was looking forward to? Tonight. Good. Podcast. We made it. We made it. We're here. And I think this is episode 13, correct? Let's hope it's not unlucky. (laughs) And joining us tonight, once again, we got Troy Pierce. He's back again. How we doing, Troy? Pretty good. How about you? Uh, I just told you how I was doing. (laughs) I'm doing all right. So well, hey, back to that. You said you worked all week, forty hours or whatever. Yeah, well, you were texting nonstop today. I don't know if you're putting I, in a wait to- today. I, I told it in today. I told you, I wasn't that busy this week. Right. You know, we we're a little slow. You know, I was got bored, and whenever I get bored, I, I just get kind of pissed because I, I get kind of grumpy because I need something to do. I hate sitting around. So you know, we got through the week. We're here tonight, and I'm glad you could. I'm glad you could make it, Troy. You know. There, there. I think it was two weeks ago on the pod you were talking about you. You're pretty much a part of the team, and you're kind of like a co-host now. Well, if I'm not mistaken, we were supposed to start recording around six o'clock, but it's it's right about seven fifteen here. What the hell happened? A little late, huh? Yeah, a little late. Yeah, so a lot you, of late. you were you were going you were going to go from the water boy to the athletic trainer tonight on our team. <sighs> Hour and fifteen minutes late. I mean. You were in line for a promotion. Yeah. 
but you kind of just fell back to the bitty ball assistant. I'm not even putting you in charge of the bitty ball program at this point, son. Is that you're gonna have to work your way back up? That didn't even that ain't even as good as the water boy last week. No, no, you're not even varsity water boy no more. <laughs> Anyways, better Troy, make a good showing tonight, Troy. We're uh, glad to have you back. Hopefully, you bring some heat to make up for your mistakes. DG, you want to introduce our another guest? Yeah, so we're gonna have a new guest on, a buddy of mine. Everybody, please welcome Drew. What up, Drew? What up, guys? How you guys doing? I'm happy to be here, and you know, uh, it's been been good on the sip and serve, and just happy to be here. Yeah, Heck good deal. To have so, D Mac. Yeah, D Mac. I do like that. D Mac, the nickname for Drew. We're gonna call him D Mac. Sometimes, you know, we might forget about it, but anyways. <laughs> um, I just wanted to tell all the listeners out there, you know, Drew's a big supporter of our podcast. You know, he's bought shirts off of us. He listens to every episode. He gives us downloads. He gives us good reviews. And, you know, anybody can be on the show. I mean, if you're a huge supporter of the show and you want to come on, I mean, if you got some heat, if you can bring some heat to the show. Holler. Holler at us. We'll have you on. Anyway, but like I said earlier, we don't have no topics tonight, do we, boys? This is straight off the dome. This is off the dome. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. Is there anybody at the table tonight that would like to lead off? Uh, I just want to carry on from the last episode. Um, what, what was those hornets, you guys? The murder, 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 murder hornets. hornets. And I ran into the, some of those. It's the first time I've seen them ever. <laughs> Wait, you had a personal encounter with the murder hornets? I mean, I think that's what they were. <laughs> yeah, tell, tell that story. Well, I was down at Legendary Run Golf Course down in uh, Amelia, Ohio. <laughs> hey, get yourself together. Oh, okay. <laughs> just go. Just, just go. So down there at Legendary Run Golf Course down by in Amelia, I hit up on a par three, and there's these hornets flying around. And, I mean, they had, they're like, what do you call them, cicada? Cicada? Cicada killers or whatever. Dude, two of them had them, like just carrying them. These the, the hornets were carrying the cicadas. Yeah. Okay. And they were probably ten or fifteen around this green, and they would dig holes in this green as well. I mean, these things were, I don't know, four inches long. Like how long compared to like your index finger? Half size, three quarters. Half size. Okay. I mean, that ain't that big. Not the pictures we looked at last episode. The pictures we looked at last, I mean, these things were as wide as a guy's palm. These things, I don't know. I don't know how wide my palm is, guys, but, I mean, I don't know. They're they're at least, what, what are we saying, two and a half, three inches at At, least? At least, At least. So you're thinking thinking you got into a murder hornet nest or something. I mean, would you consider these murder hornets I mean, or is this like the baby hornet or something i mean these are these were big old hornets you say these hornets were carrying around cicadas in the air that's a big hornet yeah. i mean i don't i don't know if that's a murder hornet but i know how big cicadas are yeah yeah and i'm gonna tell you troy uh i'm not no murder hornet professional or anything you know i'm not a scientist i couldn't tell you what a murder hornet looks like you know i i know it looks like a big hornet but I can't tell you if that was just an overgrown regular hornet on steroids. I couldn't tell you what the difference is. I mean, I was shocked when I seen them. And I was the guys I was golfing with, I was like, what the hell are these? And then you guys did, did that episode. Did they, did they rip the head off? No. Because he, that's what murder hornets do. They're ripping their head off and they're eating the larva. I mean, this cicada, 
cicada was still alive that the one i seen so it it was like it was still alive and trying to fly away and this murder hornet had it, it still a, had it holy yeah. shit so i didn't i mean it might have ate its head later but <laughs> so well, i just wanted to say i encountered something i don't know if it was exactly the the murder hornet but could have uh, been i man. ran into some free pretty freaking big bees or whatever they were hell yeah well great story i'm glad you shared troy I'm gonna, I'm gonna go next here, guys. I'm just gonna get this out of the way. We just need to talk about it just for a minute. The NBA bubble, the NBA bubble started. The race for their playoffs are on. The Lakers have clinched the number one seed in the West. The Bucks have clinched the number one seed in the East. The East, we're not gonna talk about tonight because it's basically a three-team race. Uh, we got the Raptors second, and we got the Celtics in third. The other teams, I don't think they have a chance to come out, but. You guys remember my sleeper that we talked about in the NBA podcast, the Sixers. They're falling apart, man. I mean, they they, they are looking bad out there. And they're, one of their best players, Ben Simmons, just dislocated his knee, and he's out for the rest of the season. So knock off my sleeper pick. Sixers don't have a chance. That's it for them. Yeah. But the Western Conference, we've got a race. Remember how I told you the, uh, the AC, they're going to have that play-in game? Yeah. Okay. So the eight seed still belongs to the Grizzlies, like it was when we talked about it. But we got the Blazers a half game back. Remember, I told you I was yeah, scared of the Blazers. Yeah. They're coming and they're coming in high. I think they may be undefeated or maybe one loss. Were they four and one? Corey with the K don't have a mic. I don't know why I'm asking him. <laughs> but yes, I think they are four and one. Suns, they're two games back. They're undefeated in the bubble. Have not lost in the bubble. Have I saw that. Have today. not lost. Devin Booker. Devin Booker is putting on a freaking show in the bubble. Suns, I don't even. I mean, yeah, I never Devin heard Booker. of them until yeah, Barkley Ricky Rubio, one. Devin Booker leading the squad. Uh, then we got the Spurs coming out of nowhere. A bunch of old guys on their team, like Rudy Gay and DeRozan's coming out of nowhere. And then uh, Patty Mills. Yep, Patty Mills. Oh, I like Patty. Patty's a baller. He's so I, I think I think the guard. Kings and the Pelicans are pretty much out at this point. They're two and a half games back. So we got the uh, Blazers, Suns, and Spurs. Honestly, I don't think anybody's going to take the Blazers out. So we're going to have a little playoff between the Grizzlies and the Blazers. And the Blazers, unless they take over that, they're going to have to beat the Grizzlies twice, two out of three games. And I think they can easily because they have a better team. I mean, Damian Lillard, man. He's a he's a and CJ McCollum. He's a dude. Then then two guys are the most purest one two guard combo. Well, besides Clay Thompson and Steph Curry, but them they they're close they're close second. I mean them guys and they got all their guys back. I mean, as a Lakers fan, we've clinched a one seed, but you know I'm a little bit nervous here, watching these guys play. And then we we clinched and now we've lost two games in a row. Bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's not looking good for my Lakers that, right now. I watched that Toronto game, and they just did you see the Thunder game the next night? No, brutal. That was the it last, was brutal. That, that Thunder that that Toronto game was the last game I've seen in the bubble. Yeah, well, they got their ass kicked by the Thunder and Chris Paul the next night, and I mean, it's it's not looking good. LeBron's coming off an injury, you know, it's it's just not looking good. But I wanted to get the NBA out of the way. Yeah. So I just wanted to talk a little bit about the Lakers and the Bucks clinching the the West and East Conference. How about the MLB boys? What the hell is going on with our Reds? What's going on? I yes. think scoreless last yeah. thirteen to zero we got blank at at you know we were recording on a Friday, so the last game the Reds played, not counting their game tonight, was the last game they played in Cleveland against the Indians. Got shut out thirteen to nothing. Um, I don't, I think it's a combination, man. I think it's a combination that they've come up against some 
some pretty badass starting pitching. Um, Cleveland's got a great pitching staff. I mean, top to bottom. Starters, bullpen, everybody. Closer. They're solid. And I think another reason, I mean, the Reds haven't scored more than four runs for like a week and a half. And I think it's just Castellano started off scorching. He's he's kind of cooled off. Yeah, and he had to cool off. I mean, yeah, nobody can do that. Nobody can keep that up. I agree with you. But Gino Suarez is in a slump. Jesse Winker's in a slump. Um, they, they're just keep, keep naming them. They're just not. Shogo's not doing bad. He's hitting like you know two fifteen. I mean, he's getting on every now and then. But he's more of a slapper. Like he's not going to have a ton of RBIs. But they're just not hitting well. I mean, you can't win if you're not hitting. You know, everybody's talking about, well, their bullpen sucks. Yeah, I agree. Their bullpen hasn't been been good so far. But you got to score runs to give yourself a chance to win. And they're just not doing that at all right now. So hopefully, you know, tonight, um, I don't know who, they're, who, who they start a series with tonight. Brewers. Brewers. They're in Milwaukee. So hopefully we can get something going who's on. Who's on the mound? Bauer. Thank God. Yeah. I'll tell you who's not in the slump. Sonny Gray and Bauer. Yeah, because them guys are throwing their ass really? off. They're 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 keeping us alive, honestly. Them yeah. two guys. We're getting good starting pitching, really. I mean, starting pitching's not our issue. Yeah, I mean, what, what's that? Anton? Is that the uh, Anton? Anton? Yeah, I, I like him. He, I mean, he had he made a solid start in Cleveland. Yeah, I mean, their starting pitching's good enough to win, but we just got to score. And when we do score, like the bullpen's got to come. They got to be more reliable, man. They're just not. They're just not getting it done. Are the are the Cubs leading the division right now? Yeah, they're like seven and two or eight and two. And what are we? Five and eight. Son of a bitch. Yeah, we kind of we were creeping up. We on, were creeping. We were creeping up on the five hundred mark. Yeah, and then and then we went. Well, to Cleveland. I think we I think we got to five hundred before Cleveland, didn't we? Uh, we might have. I think we were five and five, and yeah. we lost three in a row at one time. That sounds about right. Son of a gun. But uh, keeping in the MLB vein, I don't know if you guys read this or saw this on Sports Center or whatever today, but um. I don't know if the Yankees right now are in the middle of this series with the Phillies or not, but they, they're playing the Phillies in Philadelphia, and Aaron Boone's the Yankees manager. Yeah. And so last night, they're playing the Phillies, and uh, I guess there's this group of Phillies fans that have been hanging out across the street from the stadium, and they just like they show up for games. They're not in the stadium, obviously, because nobody is. But they just hang out over there, and they can still see into the stadium, see what's going on, and they they like even have a name for themselves. I can't remember what they call themselves, but um, uh, but like every time the Yankees pitchers are in their windup, they blow this air horn. <laughs> Shit, and like they're just out there having a great time with it. Like, just, how, how old are these guys? I mean, group? I don't know, just. Probably different age ranges. Just probably just about fans. like us. Yeah. You know, if I had the chance to go out there and sit behind the MLB stadium, blow an air horn, drink a free brewskis, I'd probably do it too. <laughs> but like, they gotta have a cooler out yeah. there. <laughs> but last night, I mean, Aaron Boone, Yankees manager, he's he's going up to the umpires in between innings. He's like, "Hey, can you do something about these fans out outside blowing this air horn?" And the umpires like, "What do you want me to do? Gonna do? These guys aren't in the stadium; they're across the street. I don't have any jurisdiction out there. What do you want me to do?" Yeah. But yeah, I mean these Phillies fans affecting the game from outside the stadium. Do we have? I'm here for it. Do we have any Yankees fans here? 
Oh, that's a hard pass for <laughs> Yeah, me. I was about to say, fuck the Yankees. That's <laughs> all I got to say about that. Then keep keep tooting your horn, Phillies fans. Yeah, go hey, for it. Hey, what's the Phillies mascot? The fanatic, the Philly fanatic. The the is that the big green dude in the Phillies the Phillies yeah, uniform? Yeah, he should be out there tooting the horn too. I wish he'd go out there on the balcony with those he guys should. and start dancing and tooting the horn. That'd, that'd be, be great. that'd be that'd be good TV right there. Anyway, um, I forgot I was uh, in my NBA talk there earlier and I forgot to branch off a little bit, so I want to bring us back. Yeah, but have you guys heard anything about this uh, rapper? That's been trying to get a tryout into the NBA. J. Cole. J. Cole. Yeah. So you're a big J. Cole guy, aren't you? Don't you like J. Cole a I'm little a, bit? I'm a Kid Cudi fan. Okay. But, but I, like, I like J. Cole. You know, he's a little like, bit. He's okay. Okay. Yeah. J. Cole and Kid Cudi, they kind of they kind of remind me. Of, they got kind of like the same flow, yeah. kind of. Yeah. But anyway, I, so. I don't even know who this J. guy Cole's is. J. Cole's a rapper. He's 35 years old, I believe. He's a pretty good rapper. Yeah, no, yeah, he's 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 is popular. He, is he really popular. Super Bowl thing a while back, uh, or maybe in the NBA. I don't know what it he was. might have been an NBA All Star game. Yeah. So is this guy new? No, he's been he's been around for five or six years. I yeah, mean, I mean he's he's pretty popular. He's a popular people, rapper. Yeah, anybody that listens to rap music, they know who J Cole is. Yeah, I mean, he's pretty popular. I'm with you. I'm I'm so anyway, here too. Well, I'm on my I'm on Fleetwood Mac kick <laughs> yeah. right now. So. <laughs> Yeah, still doing some mixing. Well, J, J. Cole and Fleetwood Mac, they're kind of they're not real similar, but anyway, go ahead. So, so the rumor it. has it that J. Cole has been like uh, training like crazy for the NBA. So him and Master P were filming a commercial, I believe, for Puma recently, reporting by TMZ. And if you remember, Master P played in the NBA. So J. Cole. Put it in his ear, like, "Hey, you know what's what's it take? What's it take for me to get a shot into the league?" Right. So Master P told this to TMZ that J Cole has been training. He wants a shot, you know. So he puts it on TMZ. Reports it all over Twitter, Facebook, you know, TMZ Sports. I mean, they'll report anything they can at this point. So they put it up there, J Cole working for NBA tryout. Will anybody offer him? And then out of the freaking clouds, out of right field, here come the Detroit Pistons, one of the worst you know franchises in freaking NBA. They don't have no fan attendance, one of the lowest rated fan attendances in the NBA, and they're coming in, and they like make up like a fake jersey that says J Cole on the back, and like we got your workout right here for you, buddy. And then they made like a lyric, uh, one of J Cole's lyrics on their uh, Twitter post. Yeah, I'm just sitting there like, really. Like how desperate are we going to get right now? Well, I mean, if you're the if you're the Pistons, you know, like you said, they they have no fan attendance. No, I'm no. sure this I'm sure this quarantine stuff has killed them, just like it has a lot of NBA teams, a lot of professional sports teams. So for them, it's probably an opportunity for some good PR. That's what I was well, I was going to ask you guys. Yeah. Is this a publicity stunt? Because it's got to be right. They, I mean, they've got to just be trying to get fans interested back into the Pistons. On the Pistons side, I mean, I think it's a PR stunt. Oh yeah. I mean, can he play? I've never seen. That's him what ball, I was going to ask. I that's, seen, that's what I was going to ask Rolski. I seen a YouTube video of this guy, like a trainer, like just passing him. His shot is so slow to get off. <laughs> like he's got this rotation. The guy wouldn't last in a, a college. Like he couldn't play. Like I don't even know if this guy could play on like a 
I know for a fact he couldn't play in a D1 team. Like, he couldn't go play. If you can't play on a D1 team right now, you're not going to play in the NBA. Well, like, he couldn't he couldn't go and be a legit player for, let's just say, Ohio State right now. There's no way in hell. So, if you can't be a legit player for Ohio State, there's no way you're going to make the Detroit Pistons. I, uh, I think I've probably seen the same video you have. And basically, it's just him. In the corner. In the corner. Yeah. And he's catching and he's stroking. And, I mean, he's making them. He's not missing the the videos I'm watching. I also I also hear what you're saying about his release just being slow as freaking well, sap running down a tree in January. Well, here's my argument with you right there, and I know you're probably getting ready to say it. And also, the thing I was going to say is all these are set shots. He's a set shooter. I know. He's not. We're we're not seeing anything off the dribble. There's nothing quick about any anything I've seen from him. And his freaking dreadlocks probably weigh five pounds on their own, dude. Yeah. I mean, how quick can you be? And, you know, me and you right now, I could take you two up to the high school right now, put my ass in the corner, and let me get hot, and let you film me making five threes in a row from the corner and say, hey, who wants who who wants me? Lakers, can I get a tryout real quick? There's no, I mean, he, you know, how many did he have to shoot to get on that run right there that they cut the video? Could Yeah, you're right. I mean, that, that video could have been doctored. It could have been edited. We talked about this being a PR stunt on the Pistons side. How about him? Who's yeah. to say this isn't a PR stunt on J. Cole's side? Yeah. You know, some people that maybe don't know who J. Cole is. You know, people that are Pistons fans or NBA fans, and they're watching this like, who is this J. Cole guy? I mean, I, yeah, he's an okay shooter. Can he rap? You know, let me go check out Spotify, and there he goes. You know what I mean? Like, there. then now he's getting downloads. Now he's getting songs yeah. bought off iTunes and albums and things like that, so... I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't think he's serious about it. And it, even if he is serious, I'm with you, man. I don't see him. There's no, there's no way. Yeah. There's know. really no way. I mean, this guy's 35 years old. I mean, I don't. I don't. I don't know this for a fact. So don't fact check me. But we don't. We don't fact check. Yeah. On this. Um. I don't know if he ever played college basketball. I. I really don't know that. But by watching him shoot, I mean, I don't. Probably don't think he did. Yeah, I don't see it happening. And like, I think he could be a glorified rec league player. Maybe, but I don't see him. I don't even know if he could play D two or D three. But I don't know. I've never, I've never, you know, I've never seen him play a full game. Right. I, he he might be good. Hell, right. as far as I know, like I said, good for him if he makes the Detroit Pistons. How old? How old do you think he is? I seen thirty five. Oh yeah, he's he's out. LeBron's thirty seven. Jeez, man, thirty five. That's hey. Um, let's let's make get. Your, Let's give him a shot. Let's let's see what he what he can do. I mean, that seems that seems to be what the Pistons are saying. Well, Pistons, like you said, they don't have a lot of hope. Let let's PR it. I could pick. Let, let's bring him I up. Could, off the top of my head, I could probably pick five guys that played in our local area that's better than J Cole right now. <laughs> I'm being dead serious, but I'm not gonna mention any names. But I know I could. Yeah. That played D1 basketball. That's probably better than freaking J Cole, and never even thought about going to the NBA. 30, so just think about that. Though, 35 yeah. is old for an, uh, an NBA player, mm-hmm. like an NBA caliber player. Yeah, LeBron's got years left, and I think he's 37. And he has like a freaking cryo chamber in his house, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So dude, these guys are paying millions of dollars on their recovery every year. How old are you, DG? 31. Do you think you could be a full-time basketball player right now? I mean, I would need to, I would need to spend a lot of time in the training room if I did. Yeah. A lot of time. A lot of times stretching and icing yeah, at and 31. Eating. Yeah. 
he better shave that stash off too. When no he way, bro. I love the stash. No way. I love the stash. The Larry Bird stash. This stash gives me probably five points and three more rebounds a game. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> the professor. You got anything for us tonight, Troy? Uh, I mean, we hit the mur- murder hornets, and then uh, I want to circle back to episode 12. You had Uncle Buck on, and uh, you brought up his sister. Yeah. Abby. And uh, I want to hit on another kind of a story we had back in the day. Little League Baseball. Okay. Uh, And uh, I don't remember. It was probably A-ball. Okay. So how old were you in A-ball? We're talking 11. Uh, 11, 12. That's uh, fifth and sixth grade. Was I? I mean, that's yeah. That's it's, it's too probably, far back. It, it's probably eleven, eleven or twelve. Okay. So go on. Sorry. So she, I mean, she came to like all of our games. I think. Yeah, she was a lot of them. Yeah, and and Levi was he was a year younger than me and DG. But in a ball, he was always playing with your group. Yeah, because I was the younger group. Yeah, because he was he was old for his. Yeah. his so he uh, had to grade. play. He had to play up with you guys. But then Yurig, one of the you know one of the better guys in my group. He played with us, and uh, Uncle Buck and Yurig, they were in the same grade because Yurig was younger, so but he was the in age my group. Difference. Yep, the yeah. age difference. So Uncle Buck played with you guys, and then there was a separate group. My buddy, Buddy, Yurig, and myself played with you guys. We were the younger guys on the team. So go ahead. So I don't. So you guys didn't play with us then? Yes, we did. Okay. Every other year. Every other year. Yeah, that's right. So I don't know if you if Rolski was on the field with us this year or not, but. I probably wasn't on the field. I'd probably be bench warming at that point, but I might have been. She pinch hit and yeah. bunted every now yeah. and then. Yeah. I don't know how it came about, but she was like, hey, I don't know if she, you know, whispered in Levi's ear or, or, or <laughs> somebody else. It was like, hey, I got, I got something. You know, instead of that batter, batter, whatever. Yeah. Batter, batter, what's the matter? Yeah. No, like. Or, Hey, batter, 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 hey. And then, oh. they, yeah, and then they, they go to swing. Yeah. yeah, swing. Oh, okay. You know, like out there in the field trying yeah, to cycle I got you. out. So what you got? Well, she come up with some, you know, name for us to yeah. to say. And, and at 11 or 12, we, we had no idea what this was. It's just like, yeah, say that, dude. Dude, it'll be hilarious. And we're like, yeah, okay. But, <laughs> I think I remember being on this team. But we... we at 11 or 12, we didn't know what that meant. No. No. <laughs> so what was it? So she said, hey, say camel toe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was on that team. Right? Yeah. You were? Okay. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. Remember, I remember that, man. We were out in the field. Camel. Camel. And then the battery. Hey, toe. <laughs> and she was just over there just losing oh, it. Man. She was dying. You know, the funny part about that is I think me and uh, – me and Uncle Buck came home that night, might have stayed all night with him that summer night. We might have got on the computer and looked up what Campbell Toe meant. We found out real quick. So, I mean, we 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 looked over, and she's cracking up, so it just gets us going even more. At 11 or 12, yeah, dude, this is hilarious. Yeah, we're, we're cool, man. <laughs> so, we, you know, we pounded that Campbell Toe all, all day long. Yeah, yep, sure did. <laughs> Gotta love pounding that Camel Toe. Yeah. Drew. You know, we're, we're glad to have you tonight. Uh, we were talking a little bit off air about what you were going to bring to the table tonight, brother. Hit us with one. Well, starting off, I, I think everybody likes a good bar fight. Oh, yeah. You know, 
I've never really been in, you know, a bar tussle before in my life. I mean, I've seen arguments, you know, and the women get in between these guys. You ever, then, uh, yeah, go ahead. And huh? then that's that. You know, the women get in and then they start like, yo, back off. Y'all, Yo, you shut up, you dumb bitch. My man don't want you, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. See, I've seen a lot of that. You ever, uh, you ever seen Cool Runnings? You've seen that movie with the bobsledders? I know what you're talking about. I can't say I've... And they, like, so they're a bobsled team from Jamaica, right? And they're the outcasts because who, you know, there's no ice in Jamaica. There's, you know, if a bobsled team comes out of Jamaica, they're going to suck, right? Oh, yeah. So they, the whole movie, they are clashing with, what? The Swiss? The Swiss team, that's that's it. Because the Swiss team's good in bobsled year after year after year, so... The Swiss team's, like, bullying these guys around. Like, you don't belong here. You guys suck at bobsled and whatever. And then there's that one scene in the when they're in, like, the Olympic Village later, and they're all in this bar, and they get to jaw them back and forth, and this, like, huge bar brawl ensues. And you got, like, Sanka, Sanka. the guy with the dreadlocks, like, diving over the bar after this guy. And I was just, you know, my 10-year-old self was just like, that looks like a lot of fun. So I was just thinking, yeah, somebody when was- I get older... It'd be kind of cool to just be in an all-out bar brawl. Well, one of those guys were hanging out by the jukebox hiding. I don't know if it was Sonka or not. No, you're thinking the replacements, Nigel Gruff. Oh, yeah. Oh, the okay. kicker. Oh, yeah. Damn. Wrong movie. Yeah. Anyway, Drew, sorry. <laughs> Drew, but, oh, no, it's there. good. It's good. <laughs> no, he's at a local bar in uh, Circleville, and um, wasn't really much of a fight. It was, uh, we was leaving. We'd been drinking all night. It was uh, St. Patty's Day. Got rolling. Oh, oh my St. Patty's Day. So, you know, everybody Shit. had a good buzz. What it was a all good. Drink. Yep. Yep. And uh my wife decides she's gonna leave. So I walk her out to the car, you know, come back. Um, sit with some of my buddies that I was hadn't seen all night, and I, you know, throw a chew in. Sitting there, just relaxing, good buzz rolling. And then, you know, this guy walks up and says, You stole my wife's purse. You know, and I'm like, Yeah, man, like I'll help you find him, you know, whatever we need. There was probably some words exchanged, you know, drunk and all this and that. So, you know, we get up and do this, and I kind of get ready to walk away. He kind of gets ready to walk away, and I, I I get dropped. By him? Oh, yeah, right behind the ear. Oh, my. Yeah, and... Uh, but you said you were, you'd help find the guy who stole the purse. No, I, I didn't tell it to this guy, but I mean, I was getting ready to be like, hey, like, hey man, like, I'm, I'm not going to take your wife's purse. I'd be, you know, I'm the type of dude. I'll help you find it. Yeah, you know? we'll, okay. we'll go from there. Well, I get drilled. Uh, I mean, knocks me cold down to my knees. Um and then so I'm just kind of hanging out and like, I just, I'm literally on my knees. I'm like, man, did I just get fucking punched? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I, I did. I and as soon as, I, as soon as I thought that again, man, I get drilled right on the eyebrow. Again? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So then, you know, it gets busted up all this and that, you know, just, just drunk guys being drunk guys. It's all good. And, uh, so he, he goes out the back, you know, me and my buddies go out the front, you know, trying to chase each other. Well, long story short, I get a black eye. I just started a new job. Um, I've just just kind of coming in contact, getting to know my main man, DG, over here. Oh, yeah. Getting into knowing some new people with the CrossFit gym, and here I am. I got a black eye. I'm like, man, these guys are going to think I'm crazy or like, <laughs> or I'm just a dude that can't fight or just something. Just a drunk brawler. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really, it's like the second fight I've ever been to in my life. I'm not a fighter. Uh, so we go, and like my wife is like, hey, we're going we're gonna to make, make, put some makeup on you. So it's all good. And, you know, I'm first day back at the office. I got like a whole wad of... I don't even know what the girls call it nowadays, but under my eye. And my boss calls me on Skype. She's like, hey, could you come in for a meeting? I'm like, shit. Just <laughs> I, I didn't talk no. to her. I didn't talk to her one time last week. And as soon as I get a black eye, I mean, this is a fresh one. 
Yeah. She calls me in and. Well, we're not doing video. We're just doing uh, voice. Oh, yeah. But if it was video, it'd be cool. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, so I'm just kind of sitting in the corner, just kind of keeping my head down. Never said anything. Really? It's cool. It passed. It passed. All right. A few of my coworkers knew it. Um, I think DG knew it. He said, hey, man, did you get in a fight this weekend? I said, well, much fight. I just got my ass knocked out. But <laughs> win, so, win some, you lose some. So you, dude, you come, you walk your, your wife out to the car. You come back in the bar. You're just sitting there having a good time with your friends. Mm -hmm. Dude just comes up to you out of, everybody sitting there, comes up to you out of nowhere and just says, you stole my wife's purse. Oh, yeah. yeah. Never seen the guy in my and life. And you just stand up like. I didn't take your wife's purse. Like, where would I be hiding it? Yep. And the dude just cold cocks you? Well, we both kind of just like, well, I got jeans and t-shirt on. So I kind of like put my arms out like, hey, I ain't got no purse in here. And, you know, I like get ready to walk away. And, I, you know, I think he kind of does the same thing. And then game Wham. on. Game but, on. But you looked away when you got hit. You you didn't see it coming. Yeah, first, first hit was behind my ear. Yep. Okay. It was a good one. And then my second one was when I was on my knees. I got got that right there. So same guy. Oh yeah. And then you see <laughs> the story I got when you told this story to me the first time was, he like one twos you, you're on the ground, and then he just takes off out the back door. Well, I was at, I was down, and he was, he's he's honestly trying to kind of like step on my neck. Oh. Or like head or something or another, and then one of my buddies grabs him off, and then he's out the back door. So then you know, I'm kind of I kind of got to get up and gather my shit. Like man, I just got cold like knocked out yeah because i'm like fuzzy and this and that so we take off out the front door and we get after him you know we kind of see him you know driving away in their truck and there was a few you know few altercations that went down right there yeah um but no, no more fights after that or anything but it was a good night good saint patty's day Dang. I, was, I was sore for about a week man i remember you coming to the gym and you kind of had a little shine i'm like hey man what happened and then that's when you told me the whole story the yeah, first time yeah unfortunately i couldn't say that i won but that, that was... yeah i mean i can't say that i've had many bar altercations i mean i'm a pretty friendly guy i yeah. get along with everybody what about you dj you got you got any other stories nah, you'd like man. to tell about in that in that regard no i've never been any anything close to that man yeah. like Something, something crazy. I mean, I've been in bars before where yeah. stuff's going down, and I'm just like, hey, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna keep my distance from all that. Oh I don't, yeah, I don't that's even, the best thing to do. Yeah, yep. I don't even want to get, you know, I don't even want to take the off chance I get involved in that anyhow. You know what I mean? Yep. And and if and but, if one I mean, of and if one of my buddies, which I've got a few hard head buddies, that if they're in an altercation, I'm the guy who goes to the other group. I'm like, hey. What's going on here? Yeah, like you're a you're a yeah you're a peace. I'm world. a mediator here. Yeah, yeah. You're a mediator. I'm gonna, I'm, the, I'm, I'm yeah. just going to get in between here. I'm like, hey, we're good. I'll take care of him. Let's just let's just calm down. Yeah, that's me. But DG, you got any? You, did you bring anything to the table tonight? I mean, um, well, you know, Rolski, you, you talk about yourself being a peacekeeper. Oh boy. But uh, you know, you and I, we've known each other for a long time. Yeah. And I just want to revisit this i just i've been kind of waiting on the right moment to tell this story so i think now's the time um oh shit you know if anybody's been listening to the podcast for any length of time they've probably heard you talk about the uh the triple crown days when you and i back in high school you know we'd load up get our basketball shoes we'd load up we'd go over to triple crown and we'd you know get a nice long evening of basketball playing under our belts against some really good competition well i remember at this point in our high school careers we'd been listening to a lot of 
90s, mid to late 90s rap music. Yeah, and I, I really, at this point in my life, I you know, I loved I loved some Dr. Dre 2001, but Ooh. he introduced me to a little bit more other than that. Yeah. At this point, we, we were listening to a lot of Tupac, mm-hmm. a lot of Snoop, and a lot of Notorious. Yep. Biggie Smalls. Yep. Um, Rest in peace. And I think we have, might have had a couple conversations about that East Coast, West Coast rap war. Oh, yeah. That, murder, that's, murder what, row, that's what got me murder, I'm sorry, Death Row. You started, like, bringing me into, like, you know, Tupac, you know. He was more of a West Coast guy with Snoop. And then you go out on the other side, the East, East Coast, Coast, you got P. Diddy, and you got uh, Notorious. They run the East Coast. Right. And then there was this whole feud. And then, you know, it, I think probably it was all just this big scheme to sell records. But, um... But we were, you know, we got into, we got, we kind of got into Tupac during that time. Well, interrupt you. I really wouldn't call it a scheme, a scheme because they're both dead. Yeah, they both ended up dying. Yeah. So yeah, that's a good, that's a good, <laughs> that's so a good I, point. I wouldn't say it was put together to sell records because both of, I mean, we could easily say, you know, one of the two of them are top five rappers of all time. Yeah. They're both dead. Yeah. Because of this. No, it wasn't child's play. But keep going. But, uh, but anyway, we were listening to a lot of Tupac. And at this point, I had my license. Rolski did not. So anytime we went to Triple Crown, it was always me picking him up because we only live like two minutes apart, and then we go. So uh, I show up. You know, I texted him, hey, I'm picking you up at 530, whatever. We'll go and play. I pull into his driveway. And Rolski, you know, just being this, this silly kind of dude he was at that point in time, he comes out of his house. <laughs> He comes out of his house. He doesn't have a shirt on. He's got this saggy pair of gym shorts on. He's got like a bandana, like a blue bandana wrapped and tied around like, like in the front of his forehead, just like Tupac. Just used like to Tupac. Do. And he had a and he had an uh, airsoft pistol tucked into the waistband <laughs> of his shorts. So on the last episode <laughs> we talked about airsoft guns, how we used to have little wars as kids. Well, I had one left over. So he comes out of his house and he's just like, he comes out and he just stands there and he just like has both of his hands out like, yeah, what to do? That's, that's something Uncle Buck would do. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, I'm sitting in the, I'm sitting in the car. I'm laughing because I get it. You know, he's trying to look like Tupac, whatever. We listen to a lot of Tupac. Anyway, he gets in, we go, we play ball, we come back, we, we come back home, whatever. Um, I drop him off. I go to my house, whatever. Um, so at that point in time, I was driving like a 1997 Ford Ranger. It was gold. Wasn't the Civic? No, it wasn't the Civic. Okay. It was a Ranger. Gotcha. It was my dad's truck. And he, you know, basically he would drive it on the weekends when he needed to haul stuff or, you know, do projects or whatever because of the truck bed. But during the week, I'd just drive it back and forth to school. That was probably like a Thursday or a Friday night, I'm guessing. And it was in the summertime. Well, Saturday morning rolls around. Typically, I slept in until 9, 30, 10 o'clock. I get up, and I walk into the kitchen about 10 o'clock in the morning to um, to get some breakfast. And my, my mom's sitting at the table. My dad's sitting at the table. My sister, she's not around. They sent her somewhere else. And I walk out there, and Dad said, have a seat, son. Hmm. That's not good. Oh, mm-hmm. shit. And I mean, <laughs> they're, not not they're not eating. <laughs> they're not drink. They're, you know, they were just waiting on me to wake up. So I sit down. I have no idea 
I'm, I'm just racking my mind trying to like, what did I do? What did I do? What did I do? I sit down and mom is like almost in tears. She's, she doesn't know what the, I don't, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I look at dad and he says, son, I, uh, I walked out to the garage this morning. I, um, I had a map of Pickaway County in the glove box and I was going to, I was going to get in the, the civic and I was going to go do an appraisal up there because my dad's in a real estate appraiser. He said, I opened the glove box in the, the Ford Ranger and what do I see? Grizzly. But a handgun. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> and now keep in mind, now keep in mind, like we told this on the last episode, like we, there was an orange tip to make it look like a toy gun. Me and Uncle Buck would either take that tip off or we would spray paint it black to make it look real. Yep. Because we didn't want no orange tip on our toy gun. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. So he, so he says, you want to explain that? Why there's a handgun in the, in the glove box in the passenger seat of my truck? You want to explain that to me right now? And, I, and so in my head, I'm just like. <laughs> You're probably thinking, Rolski, you mother. <laughs> like, you son of a bitch. Why'd you have to leave that airsoft gun in the, in the glove box? Why couldn't you just take it in your house with you where it came from? Yeah. So anyway. That's my bad. It took me a while, but I had to explain the whole, like, the whole thing to him. Like, well, you know. Well, you know, we, we went to Triple Crown and introduced well, we, Rolski we, to some Tupac. <laughs> <laughs> we've, been, we've been listening to a lot of Tupac, and you know how Clay is. You know, he's just kind of out there, so he decided to be funny to blah, 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 and then the bandana and the airsoft gun. So I was like, yeah, it's not a real gun. But anyway, it took a lot of explaining, but, dude, I was in a sticky situation there for a while because of you. Yeah, yeah, and, you know, I, I apologized you know, to you and everybody else involved, you know, and I mean, yeah, I mean, it's nowadays, it's a great story. Yeah, it is. (laughs) And and like, once I explained the whole thing to them and they were like, okay, I finally convinced them like, okay, it's not a real gun. Did you go out there? Did you say you want to see the BB put in this gun? Like I I told him like, you know, I can show you that it's not a real gun if you want me to. But I mean, those things, like you were saying, they look real. They they could pass for a real gun. And like, you know, if somebody that, you know, we didn't have any handguns in my house. So like, yeah, they didn't well, know. at that point in time in my life, we didn't either. Yeah. You know, so anyways, I mean, yeah, they do look like real guns. And I, I, I mean, I feel for your parents. I mean, they were probably scared to death and that's my fault. But <laughs> hell, I look back at it today. Hell, that's just another memory on the notch. <laughs> that's right, man. Poke another hole in the belt. There's another one. That's a one good thing story to say. You know, it's real. It's real. And you just cock it, you know, put it up your head and just. You know, pull it, pull the air. Oh yeah, I'm sure that would have <laughs> gone. Yeah, that would have been great. That would have been great. You got some good ones on that one. So I was driving. I was driving to work this week, and I got a buddy who worked at the same place as me. And I, you know, we we split rides. And I was on my way to pick him up, and I seen, I seen a cat commit suicide on my way to pick him up this week. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know, I was, you know, I'm just cruising and you know, most of the time I'm in a good mood in the morning, but like I said earlier in the pod, you know, we're, we're, I was kind of slow this week, you know, the orders were coming in here and there. So I was kind of slow this week at work. And you know, when I know I don't have much to do at work, you know, I'm just like, man, this is going to be a long day. Like I really don't feel like doing this, but you know, I was just driving and then like it didn't run out in front of me. Like it was like, I don't know, 50 yards in front of me. I seen it cross the road. Yeah. 
And where my house is, I'm driving down the road and I'm coming down, you know, kind of by your grandfather's house, Troy. And there's that the hill there, and then there's the bridge. Yeah. And then there's a creek underneath of it. I just see this cat like come at an angle. Was it black? No, it was orange. And it, ca- it came out of it came out an angle. Like it was sprinting, man. I mean, it was sprinting at an angle. It came across the road. And then I was kind of like coming down the hill. So it kind of like seen me. I was like, oh shit, there's a car coming. What do I do? That poor pussy jumped right underneath <laughs> the, uh, right over the bridge. Like it jumped over the guardrail. And we haven't had much rain. I mean, there I mean, I, I I kind of looked over just to kind of like check it out. Yeah. What like, does that have to do with rain? The the creek. Oh. The creek ain't got much water in it, man. There's nothing but rocks down there. I mean, I mean that's a good twenty foot drop. This thing just now it probably survived. It may it may have had a broken leg, broken neck. I don't know. So you, you, hit you it. didn't flatten it. You didn't hit it. No, 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 no. This thing, I was coming down the hill and it see me. It stopped in the middle of the road and it's like, oh shit, there's a car coming. What do I do? And I. I know for a fact it didn't land on ground. It jumped over the guardrail and onto the rocks. Oh, yeah, he, okay. So you didn't even hit it. No, at all. no, no, no. It just jumped. It jumped. To like get I, out of the way. Yes, you. it jumped over the guardrail, and I was just like, "Oh shit! What are you doing?" And then <laughs> there's no water. Yeah, there's nothing down there. And cats, you know, you know, pussy can't swim real well. I mean, it's not down. I mean, they can't swim. So I've seen some pussy swim. <laughs> Cat suicide. Anyway, you know the the rocks down there. I I haven't like literally walked. I mean, there's a walkway that where you can walk across the creek now. I really don't want to go down there and see if it made it or not. I'm hoping uh, it did, but it jumped right across the guardrail straight into the rocks, man. I don't. I don't know, mm. man, because cats. Yeah, I know. Cats they, are they nimble, can land. dude. They are nimble. But they're twenty survivors. foot on the straight rocks, they're going to hurt themselves. Hey. And if it gets hurt. It might not be able to survive in the wild. True. If it's hurt. True. I mean, they're not going back home where we can take them to the vet and, you know, feed them, pamper them. These, these cats just out there gimping and he's going to get infected. He's dead. So. But you were late to work, so you didn't stop and check on it. I wasn't late to work. I don't like cats anyway. I was so just you, like, you were, hey, yeah. see, I said, sorry. well, I kind of said, well, shit, what are you doing? And I was like, I forgot about it. <laughs> but I said, you know, that's a good pod story for the round table. Yeah. Or open mic night, or this and that, whatever we're gonna call this thing. Okay. Well, I got one. Why the hell? Why the hell did the Rock buy the XFL for? I don't know. That's a dumb decision right there. I mean, guys, how many times are we gonna try a different football league? You know, Canada's got their own. Canada's got their own CFL. Yeah, yeah they're making it. They've had that for years. Mm-hmm. The CFL is the only other football league that's ever gonna make it. America is the NFL. That's, I mean, that's what we watch. I mean, yeah, but did you watch any XFL games this past year? The only reason I watched it is because there was nothing else there was on. There nothing else and on. I was, I was drinking out at Lee Barn. Yeah. A local establishment. I watched a few, and dude, it really, it wasn't bad. Like, the entertainment value was there, you know, like. Uh, but it wasn't great. It wasn't, but I liked how. The weird rules you've I li- never I seen I liked before. how the, re- the weird, I liked the kickoff rules. Yeah. I liked how players were mic'd up. I thought that was awesome. I really did. Um, I think there was some potential there. I think the only reason it went way under was because of COVID. Yeah. 
I mean, they had to, I think they had to cut their season short, right? Yeah. And so that's what put them under because it was their first, it was a startup year. You know, it was their first year trying yeah, well, to get things Vince going. McMahon tried it the first year and yeah. it failed. And then he comes back, puts $200 million more million into it, and it fails again. And then he sells it for $15 million. So yeah. this guy's got more money than what he knows what to do with. True. But I think buying the XFL for $15 million, I mean, $15 million is a ton of money. But for The Rock? But I thought that for the Rockets to drop in the bucket. Yeah, no shit. But also, I thought that was kind of cheap. I thought it he got it at a pretty it good price. It is cheap, but, I mean, the success rate on this thing, it can't be very high. Like I'm with you on this one, Rolski. I yeah. mean, I, I'd rather sit there and just, you know, listen to music or anything. And I got the NFL, and that's it. And I'm a diehard football guy. I like to watch it. But yeah, that, if it's not the NFL, I'm out. But go with Tell me if you agree with this. If anybody can resurrect the XFL, it's the Rock. Former, I'm with you on that. Former Miami, everybody, everybody loves The Rock. Former really. Miami football player, former professional rest, wrestler. I the think dude's he, like I think one he, of the highest paid actors. In, I think he made it in the NFL, too. Yeah, so, he did. Did he? No? Longest Yard. You got you. <laughs> it's a good movie. I don't hey, think he was the in listeners, the Longest Yard. For the listeners, <laughs> how, do you, how do you compare <laughs> the NFL to the XFL? Like, what? what is the difference? Is it? Is there any differences between the two leagues? Oh, are you yeah, shitting it's, me? There's a lot of differences. Why well, in the fuck are you no, talking about? I, I'm, I'm trying to get the listeners on board and trying to explain NFL versus XFL. Well, I'm the NFL you. is I'm the most you. popular football football league in and, and, the world. And majority of the listeners know what's going on there. But I, but the XFL, what? how do we compare that? What, what rules and is, is the league... Is the field shortened? Okay, okay. So I mean, give me, give me I'm some. Gonna, I'm just going to give you my take on the XFL because I think the XFL that people saw this past season was different from the XFL that they tried back in the day. That XFL from way back when I don't know when that was, like early 2000s maybe. Um, that was like kind of combining football and wrestling into one. You know what I mean? Like maximum entertainment value. It's still football, yeah, but they want maximum entertainment value. This XFL that that they tried this this past spring was more to me like minor league football, like minor league NFL. You know what I mean? Like triple A NFL. You had I know Mark Tressman was one of the head coaches. He he coached the Chicago Bears for a while. I mean, he's been a CFL coach for a long time. There's been a ton there was a ton of coaches in the XFL this year that had coached previously on NFL coaching staffs and college coaching staffs. I mean, the coaching quality was there. Bob Stoops, um, twelve gauge, Cardell Jones. He up. was he was the quarterback for one of the teams. Okay. Um, so I mean they got they they have talented players, maybe not quite talented enough to be playing on Sundays. You know what I mean? But to me, they kind of tried to take the XFL and make it like a feeder system for the NFL almost. Yeah, I I like the way you explain that for sure. Did but that, it's did that satisfy same, you, Troy? It's the same style, right? I I've never it's, watched X, XFL. It's, a, it's so. football, but with little bit. I mean, it, there's some rule differences. Yeah, there's a lot of rule differences, but it's it's football. Okay. In their walls up on the side. No, that's arena. That's arena football. Yeah, see, okay, that's where I stand too. Yeah, there's not a lot of people who's going to watch the XFL, and that's the problem. There's not a lot of people who're going to buy tickets to go to these games either to support the XFL. I mean, because I mean, if you if you're if you're if I'm a fan, and um, just say I'm a Bengals fan, and there's a team in Cincinnati, and they play on Saturday, am I going to spend my forty dollars 
to buy a seat at the XFL game, or am I going to spend my $80 to watch the pros play on Sunday? Mm-hmm. I'm probably going to go to the Bengals game to watch my for my 80 bucks. Yeah. I mean, at this point, we don't know what, what the future holds for spectator sports. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. I mean, we agreed. don't know. Agreed. We don't know if next spring when the XFL, early spring when the XFL fires back up, there's even going to be fans allowed in the stands. But I'm yeah. guessing... The Rock probably bought the XFL with the understanding that he's going to be able to score some TV deals, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And some some sponsorships and all that stuff. Here's a fun fact for you. When I was reading about this I this love past fun week, facts. The Rock wasn't the, the sole buyer of the XFL. Yep. He bought it with his business partner, mm-hmm. who also just happens to be his ex-wife. Mm. Mm. So... Yeah. You know that that's that's combo. great. No, I mean it is weird, but you know that's great. They they got married, they fell in love, they fell out of love, but they stayed friends. You know that's. I mean they stayed civil enough to exactly. I mean I you got to be friends to be able to put 50, right. a total of fifteen million together to buy the XFL. I mean he still trust seems to trust her enough to manage millions and millions of exactly. his, his dollars. You know what I mean? So that's yeah. kind of cool. Yeah. Um. DG, I know I brought up the XFL, and you know, you know, listeners, we said we didn't have, we didn't have, you know, anything off the top of our heads, but you know, we're rolling tonight. I hope you guys are enjoying. DG, got anything? You got anything else? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm a guy. I, I like getting online and just like not necessarily looking at the headlines because, especially nowadays, the headlines are just freaking depressing, man. But uh Yeah, I'm over I'm over the COVID nineteen bullshit. Yeah, speaking of that, I was um I was working out at my gym today and our gym is right next door to a um kind of like a farm supply store type place. And so a uh, guy parked in the parking lot and he got out of his, his car and I thought he might have been coming in the gym. So I was kind of watching to see if he was coming in or not because I didn't recognize him. But this cat was probably 350, 375. I mean, he's a big old boy. He had a pair of overalls on. So I'm thinking, oh, Did he's he have probably. a red shirt underneath of it? No, he didn't. Well, he's okay. not going to the cross. I, I was gym. thinking, well, I was, it was a different gym, but I, I was thinking he's probably not coming in the gym. But the thing that struck me, he was definitely going over next door to the, the farm supply store. But the thing that struck me about him was this dude had a straight gas mask on. Oh. <laughs> not just like a mask. But like a gas mask, man. Like, was it over his eyes too? Like eyes, he had eye <laughs> holes in it. Like these big, like things coming out the sides. He looked like he was on his way to like a nuclear fallout shelter. Holy shit! Like, like he's about to handle some radioactive material these, or something. These people are loony men's, man. You know that brings up a story for me. You know, before you before you guys showed up to record tonight, I had to run over to the local Family Dollar and. I mean, it just amazed me, you know, how how scared people really are. You know, I walked in without a mask on because I'm I'm not a mask believer, and on and on the door it'll tell you mask required or mask not, and I'll respect that. If it says mask required, I'll turn around, and I'll go somewhere else. And you know, there was no sign on the door, so I'm good. And as long as there's not a sign, I'm okay. So I walk in, you know, and I get my stuff. I go up to the register. And the lady working the register, she's got like a welder's mask on. <laughs> yeah, like a face shield. Yeah, it's like a plastic piece of plastic that covers your whole face, but it's straight. 
and it's got like this band around her head. And I'm thinking, huh, you know, like underneath that shield, like it's not, it's not protecting you. So the germs aren't just going to say, Hey, I can't get in your eyes, your nose, or your mouth, but I can sneak underneath that shield and get into your eyes. I'm like, what the hell is that shield doing for you, lady? I don't know, but like I'm, it's, it's straight down. Yeah, I know. I know exactly what you're talking about. I'm seeing more and more of those. In yeah, I am public. too. And I'm just thinking like, what? I mean, I think a mask would be better for you than that. So anyway, you know, I, I, uh, she rings me up. She scans my items. She puts them over to the side in the bag, and then she steps back. And behind her, she's got a jar of sanitizer. So she hits it a few times, scrapes her hands up, and she stays like six feet back from the register while I'm checking out. I put my card in, and she's like standing like far as away as she can from me. And I'm, you know, I'm just like weirdo. So I'm just hitting it and I'm pulling it. And then she asked me if I can pull my own receipt. Huh? She asked me if I could pull my own receipt. I said, Oh, this is what's that? So I, I said, don't need a receipt. No, that's what I said. Keep I, it. That's exactly what I said, Troy. I said, you know why I don't need it? I said, have a good night. I said, the the fear factor that's going on nowadays is unbelievable. I don't even want to get into the COVID-19 because yeah. it, it right. gets into the politics and all that. Yeah. And you know what? The sip and serve. We're not into politics, are we, DG? No, we don't. We're, we, not, we're not here to, to be polarizing. No, know? no. We. I mean, everybody's got their own beliefs, and we're just going to leave it at that. So... Anyway, I was saying that I just like browsing bizarre headlines yeah. online sometimes. Yeah. And so I came across this, this uh, I think it was a Huffington Post today, um, and I thought it was kind of cool, interesting, so I was going to bring it up see what you guys had to say about it. I came across this article. I guess there's this hashtag that's been, that not recently, but it used to be trending on Twitter like a month or two ago, and it was hashtag... If 2020 were an alcoholic drink, and so people were tweeting in like what they think 2020 would be if it were an alcoholic drink. So I'm just going to read you a couple of the tweets that I, I thought that I, that I thought were pretty good. They were pretty funny. Can I just say one that came straight to my head? Yeah, just off the dome. I mean, this came to me right away. Yeah, it was one 151. Straight, one fifty one straight. No you chaser. Know, you know when I was when I was a little younger, um, I wasn't I wasn't a big I wasn't a big beer drinker. You know, so I you know I was just I just wanted something that would just get me to where I needed to be. And I was like, yeah, let's just let's just do the strongest stuff. Yeah, let's do it. No, and the strongest stuff at that was like the one fifty one, but it wasn't really like a vodka. The one fifty one bottle I remember was like a. It almost, it was like a, it wasn't dark, but it was, it was almost like a Captain Royal look to it. Like a Bacardi. Yeah, Let's that's what it was. Yep. The Bacardi 151. Yep. And that, that shit sent me into a different world. And I'll tell you what, <laughs> I'm never, ever doing that again. All it took, all it took was two shots. Mm. Two shots. And two. that, that. That stuff would send me somewhere I'd have never wanted to visit again. <laughs> so when I think of 2020... I don't ever want to think about 2020 again. Okay. And 151, that is in the past, baby, because I'm never going back. Hey, I respect, <laughs> I like man. that. I, I like that. So here, there's, these were some that, that was in the, the article that I thought were pretty pretty funny. Um, if 2020 were an alcoholic drink, a water bottle filled with vodka, but you were told it's water. You see, I feel like one of my dumbass friends have 
gave me that trick before. You think? Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, and that's the worst, man, because you know you're thirsty. You're thirsty. You're like, ah, oh, man, I just need a water. Here you go, pal. They get it mixed up because these jackasses are putting <laughs> the vodka in the water, and then you also got water bottles in the same cooler, so they don't know what's what, so they toss you the vodka, and you're just like, bam, I just talked. I just took two chugs of freaking straight vodka down the throat. Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, It would be the kind they set on fire, but the fire never gets extinguished and burns down the whole bar. Mm. How about that? That's a long ass name. Say that again. If 2020 were an alcoholic drink, it would be the kind that they set on fire, but the fire never gets extinguished and burns down the whole bar. Flaming Dr. Pepper. For oh. example, yeah. Oh, okay. Like one of those. Gotcha. You know those shots they set on the oh, top? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I got gotcha. you. It, it took me a minute. It took me took a minute. It down. Yeah. I'm with you. Uh, a 40-ounce bottle of King Cobras taped to each hand, constantly being refilled. Oh, shit. Mm. You know, I've, I've never experienced that. And you, what was it? DG, you've experienced that. You, you've seen test Ed, your Edward, college. I Edward, did yeah, scissor hands. Is that what yeah, Edward, good. 40 hands? Yeah. Edward, 40 hands. Edward, 40 hands. Yeah, I've done that too, and that you, is not a good look. You've done that <laughs> as Oh, well? yeah, I've done did it. Did you finish it? What about you, Drew? You ever done old you Edward You cannot finish Yeah, I got a good one on Edward, 40 hands. This goes back to high school days. We was uh, one of my buddies, Josh Hatfield, and we was in his backyard um, just kind of hanging out. Had We just did the one. We just had the one and didn't do them both. You know, so we're in high school. You do one, and it's you get you. It gets you where you need to go. Yeah. So he's like, let's just throw him in the, in the fire when we get done. Well, we put him in the fire trying to warp the bottles and all this and that. Well, he puts the lid on his. Oh no! Big mistake. Oh, big mistake. And uh, you know, about ten minutes goes by, and I'm telling you what, it sounded like a like a just a cannon went off, and that thing went boom. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sitting around. I look over. I'm like, I'm checking my body. I'm like, what's going on? I look over at my other buddy, and he's like, yo, I'm good. I'm good. We're all good. Checking for shrapnel. Yeah, and I look over. He's got a piece in his head. Don't I look he? over, and he's looking this way, and he says, I'm good, too. And he turns around, and I'm like, he's got blood dripping down. Oh, There goes the glass in the neck. I'm like, dude, you got to go get that figured out. Well, he goes inside, gets a paper towel, folds it up, and duct tapes it to his neck. <laughs> This is truth. He spends the next two weeks in strength training, squeezing this thing like a pimple. And I'm telling you what, it was just the whitest of pus, Dude, nasty so stuff. You're, you're, so what you're telling me is he had a piece of glass lodged in his neck, just oh, getting yeah. infected? Just got infected. Just he finally festering. got it out. And I mean, I'm, it was big. Oh, man, that's bad. He was ruthless. He didn't. Oof. No shit's given. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Keep going, DG. This uh, is great. Uh, you ever heard of a sex on the beach? Oh, yeah. Well, this is a Purell on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah. Anyway, next one. <laughs> I got uh, you. You were talking about screwdrivers off the air earlier. Uh, Troy, I can't believe. Hold on. I can't believe you didn't know what a screwdriver was, Troy. Who are you talking? You. Me? You. Oh. You said, well, what's a screwdriver? Screwdriver. I knew what that was. But the, you said oh, the screwball. Screw I'm sorry, I didn't. I'm oh, sorry. He, he he did say screwdriver. I'm with you on that. He said screwdriver, yeah. but he meant screwball. See, gotcha. that's where I got confused. Okay. Yeah, I knew the screwdriver. I've heard of that in the past. So screwball, Drew. Screwball, go ahead I never and, heard of that. Go ahead and yeah, explain to the dreamer, the listeners, what you're drinking, D Mac. Well, currently, I'm drinking me a White Claw, but 
if you want to get crazy. Just go ahead and flip the bean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to switch around tonight. But if you want to get crazy, you can get this stuff. It's a, it's a peanut butter whiskey. It's called Screwball. We went to Putin Bay about a month ago, and now I'm in there, and I drink, I get a Crown Royal and Apple, and, and this lady, she goes, well, you don't want that. You want this peanut butter whiskey. And I said, no, I don't. Well, I order another one, and she brings it out, and it's peanut butter whiskey, and I'm like, all right, all right. And I try it, and it is fucking smooth. Oh, it's yeah. It's awesome. Yeah, the, I've had it before. Oh. To back you up. Yeah. And I don't like, I don't like liquor a whole lot. I don't I'm, like I'm, for it to burn. I'm a, I'm a huge beer drinker, and screwball, I can have a few sips or ch- i mean I, c- I can have a big sip out of the bottle and it'll go down smooth so i recommend screwball peanut butter whiskey to anybody who's never had it so you don't mix it you just no 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 it's not a mixer okay did you mix it i, with I put a little water in it but i, I was all day put, putting bag okay after. yeah yeah but you you really don't need water i mean if you've had whiskey before down the hatch i i recommend screwball dg back to you so back to the the uh, screwdriver somebody tweeted orange juice and vodka immediately after you brush your teeth oh oh <sighs> i mean we've all drank orange yeah. juice right after brushing yep, your teeth right? not good <sighs> oh yeah. i'm with that mm. nasty um and then so that was those were the the big ones that you know people tweeted and i thought were funny I, I added a couple of my own try them out on you guys see what you think of them what if we don't laugh <laughs> that's then i'll know okay <laughs> hot tequila I like that. That's what, that was where I was going to go with it. That, that, there's a story behind that. Real quick, real quick. Um, I've I got a story, went, too, so make it quick. Went to a concert. It was in Indianapolis. It was Tom Payton and the Heartbreakers. Oh, I was with you. Yep. We, um, we were about 25, 26. Um, we had bought a – somebody had brought along a uh, – just a real small bottle of um, Patron, and we kind of forgot about it. And um, – We'd left it in the car. We drove to the concert. We were tailgating. We'd left it in the car for probably two, three hours. But this is the middle of July. It's like 95 degrees outside. We're getting ready to leave the tailgate area, the parking lot, and walk inside for the concert. We were putting all the stuff in the car, and we see the that little, you know, that little bottle of Patron sitting on the floorboard, and we said, hey, let's just all take a quick, quick sip, and then we'll go in. And, dude, this was like 95 degree... Patron, and it was just, I mean, I took a sip and then just hurled in the parking lot. I mean, it was awful. Every time I take a shot of hot tequila, it instantly makes my nipples hard. Don't know what it is. Is that good or bad? That's, I don't know. Cold chills. It tastes like shit, but it just get it cut diamonds with them. Yeah, babies. so so my, uh, <laughs> my story about tequila, I can't say that it was warm, but like I said earlier, I'm not a big, you know, liquor or anything other besides beer drinker. So we go to my wife's five-year reunion, high, high, school, high, school. high school reunion. Yep. Okay. And it's down at a local bar, downtown Chillicothe. And, you know, I see a lot of people that I haven't seen for a while because, you know, some of my friends come in. I'm, I'm friends with her friends, so I they come in. I'm like, oh, man, this is a great time. And by the end of the night, DG, Drew, Troy, Corey, K, I'm telling you, I I looked like I had the most fun out of the whole night, and this ain't even my reunion. <laughs> We're at the bar, and uh, my buddy Clint, he's dating one of my wife's best friends, fiance now, and he's a, he's a big Patron guy, tequila drinker, and 
you know, I'm drunk at this point, and he bought he bought a few shots, like he bought like five or six, and was passing them out. I said, I surprised him. I'm like, care if I have one of those? And he gave me the jerk around. He gave me the head jerk. Like, are you serious? Like, you want one? I'm like, yeah, just let me try it. So I shot one, and I'm like, oh, whew, that was good. <laughs> I said, I said I'll do another. And, he, and his eyes lit up. He's like. I got you one coming, mean you'll do another. Okay. So I did back-to-back tequilas, probably on top of 12 beers or more. Ugh. Anyway, I took the second one. I said, whew, whew. I said, oh, boy, that one hit different. I said, oh, <laughs> man, that, that, didn't, that, didn't, that one didn't go down as smooth. And then my other guy, my other buddy from high school, not going to mention his name. Buddy, buddy? No, not my oh. buddy, buddy. Another guy comes in. He sees me taking shots. He goes, "Roll, you're taking shots with him. You haven't took shots with me all your whole life." I said, "Let's do another right now. I'll buy you one right now." I'm like, and "You're already twelve deep beers or more. I've been drinking all day, and I just took two tequila shots back to back, Patron." And then this guy comes and says, "I've never seen you do a shot before. Why don't you do one with me? You're doing one with him." Okay, let's do it. So he gets one, and I take three back to back. And at that, after that point, boys, I am I am gone. I am lost. I don't remember what happened. Only thing I remember is walk. I I, I stumble out to the car, and we have a DD, and I get in the car, and I we drive back home, and I just remember the lines in the road. I don't remember where we went, how we got home. I just remember seeing the white lines or the yellow lines in the middle of the road. So we pull into my driveway, and at this point, I'm slumped. Like, I, I I really don't know where I'm at. You know, my wife's in the back, and she's like, let's go. We know we're home. And I, she opens up the door. Where do I go? Out into the gravel. I'm out. Like, on my side, my back, I just fall out. Like, I ain't got no control of my body. Like, I'm a lip dick at this point. I'm in the gravel. So my buddy Clint comes around. He picks me up. He literally has to put me up on his shoulders, on his shoulders, carry me up my back stairs. You guys have all, well, I don't know if Drew has, but you guys know my back stairs. He picks me up, carries me up the back stairs, puts me down on the couch, and as soon as he puts me down, I'm like, I ain't sleeping here. He goes, well, what do you mean? I said, I ain't sleeping here. I said, take me to the bathroom. I said, I know I'm going to puke. I said, I don't even know where the hell I'm at. I said, just take me to the bathroom and leave me be. So I get, I strip down to my underwear and I sleep beside the toilet and I just puke all night long, all night long. And I tell you what, I will never, ever drink tequila again in my life. I'm saying that on the Sip and Serve podcast, my podcast network. I will never, ever drink tequila again. Back to you, DG. I mean, I think that's a good way to wrap wrap that segment up. Okay, yes, I will never drink tequila again. Have you guys ever had any problem with sweat bees? Oh, yeah. You know, those things are the most annoying little pricks I've ever been around. Agreed. I was out mowing my yard this week, and I haven't had a problem all summer with them. Here comes August, the muggy, the humid August, and I'm out. I got my shirt off. You know, I'm having a good time, and I don't mind mowing my yard. I mean, I kind of enjoy it. You know, it's just, it's just a little man job during the week yeah. after work. You yeah. got your shirt off? Yeah, shirt's off, and I'm just rolling you know, I got my bucket cap on, and I'm rolling through the yard, 
and these sweat bees are all over me. This is this past week, first time all summer. I, I guarantee, DG, I had at least 20 of them just hovering me. It was it was like they were, I don't know if I was smelling yeah, that day. Yeah, you must have stunk. I was about That's to say, I must not have reapplied deodorant after work or something, but they were all over me. And it was the worst experience of mowing my yard that I've lived here for, I don't know, probably the past five or six years. And I I just, I hated them. Did you did you have to stop mowing or no, you, yeah, power, I, you power through? I powered through, but damn it, I was swiping, smacking my smacking them off my body. Yeah. Like, I mean, what the hell? Do you ever have that problem with sweat bees? I'm in, I'm going to tell you what, you know, you bringing up sweat bees right now. Um, me personally, I just was thinking in my own head, I'm, I've been mowing a lot this summer and I can never remember even seeing a sweat bee. See? I mean, it, it's crazy to, it's crazy to say that because. I mean, sweat bees are everywhere, but like, I don't think I've even laid eyes on a single sweat bee all summer, as crazy as that sounds. So, and I, I hadn't either until this past mow. Uh, two weeks ago, they came out of the woodwork at my place. It was bam. I was mowing, and you kill one, and then they just keep coming back for more. But it, it was, I was the same way. Yeah, two, didn't see one all summer, ago, and then they're I didn't everywhere. See any, and then I didn't bam, either. Here they are. I, I mean, I, what about you, Troy? I know you're in your yard working all the time. Yeah, I'm out there, you know, trying to get it up to par. And then I helped you one one weekend. Yeah. And man, that that one lady we had, they well, were woodborne bees. Those, those were those wood bees. Those weren't sweat bees. Yeah, those but, were carpenter uh, bees. Those are big sweat bees. <laughs> I mean, I mean, when I'm out grilling, out in the back patio there, I mean, I'll get a couple of them touch me, but really, I don't really experience them when I'm mowing. I had a swarm attack me. Oh, they're bad. I don't know what I it agree. was, but I mean, it drove me nuts. And talking about them wood bees, you know, it was probably two or three weeks ago. I was sitting down here, and it was it was a cool night, so I didn't have the AC on down in my man cave. So I could just hear this weird noise buzzing, and it wasn't in it wasn't in my man cave, but I could just hear it. So it was really annoying me. So you know, I get up, I mute the TV, and I I start walking through the hallway here. And I go out by the, you know, the basement window, and I put my ear up to it, and I could just hear it. Yeah, it's like a steady sound. Yeah, and I, I'm just like, what the, what the hell is this? So, you know, I me, mean, I, I get out, and I go out the front, front, uh, front of the house here, and I get up to the window, and there was a damn uh, would-bee buzzing its way through my damn windowsill, my basement window. I seen the sawdust down at the bottom where my mulch is, and it was just building up. I'm like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> so I went back downstairs, and I grabbed the freaking ant raid in my closet. I went up there, and I buzzed this freaking hole straight full of ant raid. Guess what? Didn't buzz no more, son of a bitch. They are won that battle. Oh, they're yeah, crazy, man. Yeah, I they mean, are, that things will eat through anything. They'll, yeah. ruin, they'll, ruin, they'll ruin anything. Yeah, and they're hard to kill. I'm surprised the ant raid destroyed oh, it. Oh, yeah, but there was only one, because there was only one hole, and he, <laughs> he found the wood, and I said, you son of a bitch, you ain't coming out of there. The ant raid poisoned me. <laughs> I got some treated wood holding up my uh, back uh, porch, composite deck porch, and uh, hell, we ain't even had that up probably a few months and bam one would be was drilling in a like a little hole in there and i'm like bam give me that uh wasp spray hit it 
Raid. Raid bomb. Apparently, I didn't use the right stuff. I had a tough time trying to kill that son of a bitch, but... Well, here's a fun fact for you. They got traps. They got good would-be traps. They're just a mason jar. Okay. And they got, like, just plywood on them. An entry hole where they come in, and they can't come out. How big is the hole? About the size of a would-be. Okay. We put one up because mayonnaise was everywhere at my place. We caught nine in one night. Is that right? Nine of them. Hmm. I mean, they can probably drill like a half inch. Oh, they get in there. They can. They can do some damage. So I mean, I hit it with that spray, and it. I mean, it it drilled a little bit of a cylinder type of hole. Yeah. I mean, about quarter of the way through, but I mean, I I hit it, you know, before it, you know, made its home or whatever. Yeah, I mean, so DG, me and you both recently went on vacation down to the Carolinas. Correct. And we made it back just in time because this hurricane is rolling through there now. Hurricane Isaiah? Yeah, Yeah, something like that. I don't know exactly what it's called. Don't fact check. It's Isaiah, Isaiah. I don't know. That's up the East Coast now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But it rolled through Myrtle Beach in North Carolina where me and DG just were. So what I was going to say is, you know, have we, have any of us ever thought about what these guys go through that are storm chasers? Because I took it, I took an Uber ride down there while I was in Myrtle Beach, and this old guy, this guy was like 65, 70 years old, and he's telling me about, have you ever been through like a Category Four or anything? You know, I've lived down here my whole life, and I'm like, no, nah, man, we're, I mean, we're just visiting. We come down here every year, and he's like, you'll never experience anything like a Category Four hurricane. Like it's just crazy. Like I, I've bunkered down before, and it was the biggest mistake of my life. You know, that it was just scary. You know, I was, I was fearing for my life. I had to be saved by the Coast Guard. They came in on a boat and got him off his fucking roof, is no what he way. said. It's what he mm. said. So he's saying it was a mistake to try to hunker yes. down through it. He should have just evacuated. Category four. Category, category four. Because five's the, the strongest, yes. right? Yeah. Yeah. And he went through a four. He said it was the biggest mistake of and his life. And he had life. to get rescued. Yes. He Dang. had to get rescued. This is an Uber driver. Now, don't get me wrong. This guy, he was old. But he could have been telling the truth. I don't know his whole life story. But I thought this was a good topic for the roundtable, open mic night here. I mean, storm chasing. Like, isn't that in in isn't the atmosphere and what it can produce crazy? Yeah. No, it's it is for sure. I mean, anybody that's watched Twister knows that, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. mean, you watch these YouTube videos or even storm chasers on TV. I mean, there's plenty of shows that these guys are chasing tornadoes or uh, reporting live through a hurricane. You know, I couldn't imagine experiencing like a, you know, 100 mile per hour wind. You know, here in Ohio, the most I've probably experienced is like 45 or 50. Yeah. So I couldn't imagine 100 two times that. I've heard, I've heard of stories. You. This might have happened back in the 70s. It was a big tornado. It went through like the Xenia area. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There was one a few years back in I was, Dayton. I was going to say, but like two maybe years 2000s ago. or something. No, there was, there was two years ago they ripped through Dayton. I heard that these winds, people saw notebook paper flying through tree boughs. I mean, that's how strong these winds are. They are just next level, just ridiculous. I mean... I don't really have much else to offer to this conversation other than Mother Nature. When she gets pissed off, she can be a real bitch. Oh yeah, I agree, Drew. What about you? I mean, I mean, I know you're an outdoorsman. Would you ever? Would you ever 
try to sit through like a category. I don't, I don't know, three or four. I don't know what the I don't know what the different winds are or the you know the rise of sea level are for these different categories. But well, I mean, guy, I think with. With hurricanes, it's F one, F two, F three, F four. It's same. It's same way with tornadoes. I, tornadoes. No, I yeah. think. I think with with tornadoes, it's F one. It's because the tor- the tornado and twister was an F five. Okay, yep. so it's the same. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, I hurricanes. I'm not messing with a hurricane. Really, you'd Hands rather down. sit through a tornado? I think because it would be. of the water of oh, the hurricane. Yeah. And you know, it's a week coming. I mean, they're not that cool to look at. You just know you're about to get fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. You know, here it is. It's yeah. a week coming. It's coming, it's coming, it's coming. Yeah, they warn you. Yeah. Patch up your windows. You're done. Board them up. Get the hell out. Yeah. And they'll open up both sides of the highways to go north. Yep. To get out of the path. And you're right. Tornadoes, you don't get as much of a warning as a hurricane. You got maybe 20 minutes. Oh, it's bam. It's like, out of my place, it's been some of the scariest times I've had at my house was tornadoes. Like night tornadoes. Yeah, the night tornadoes are the worst. Oh, they're freaky. But I think... Chasing a tornado would be one, probably one of the most exhilarating things in the because world. Because you can stay far back oh, yeah. from it and still film it. Yeah, you can be, you know, 500 yards away from this thing and still see this massive because tornado. Because you're out of the path. Yep. They can track the path. A hurricane is just a freaking tropical storm that'll take up two states at one time. Yep. Yeah. Nothing good to watch on it. It's just yeah. it's just here to it's just mess ra- you it's up. It's just rain and wind. That's all yep. it is. I'm, but, sure, I'm sure that tornado can shift. I mean... No, it can, and it did in Twister. I'm just saying it was a movie, but the tornadoes can the tornadoes can shift right. past. It's probably more rare that it shifts like yes. a, a separate yeah. direction. Yeah. But hey, it, I mean, Close, you got to put that you in your You sound like a pocket. real storm chaser, Troy. I mean, I'm with DMAC. I mean, I would love to to see that. And, and you know, you know, I'm scared to death of tornadoes or storm. I'm not scared of storms, but if, you know, if a real tornado touched the ground, and like our houses were like in the path and like we were in 100 mile per hour winds and like our houses were coming down i'm in my basement huddled down you're going up to take a look right no hell no i'm huddled back man i'm scared to freaking death i'm probably shedding a tear or two because i'm freaking scared i'm 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 home like i mean i'm I'm not gonna sit here and say i'm some billy badass i'm gonna go stand outside in it hell no no. i'm gonna be scared for my life you're telling me joy you'd go take a look i i would i call bullshit on that Uh, no i would like i'd have to I'd have to see that. Yeah. Like, I mean, maybe if it's like five minutes away, like I, I'm taking a look and then bam, I'm running back down. Well, oh you don't God. got five minutes on tornado. It's it's either Tor- knocking your house down or bam. It, it. Yeah. I mean, you're acting like a tornado is something that you can like track down. Man, you got an iPhone where the towers are getting blown away. You ain't got no service. How you going to know that thing's not coming right for you? So uh, speaking of tornadoes, my dad just just told me this story just this past week, and I, he had never told me this story before, and I just thought it was crazy. So my dad was one of eight kids, and uh, he was right in the middle. And his so his oldest brother was moving into college his freshman year. And so his mom and dad, my grandma and grandpa, they were out. They were off moving in my oldest uncle into his college dorm room. It was like an overnight trip. Okay, so my my dad's oldest sister was in charge of watching all the kids at the house, and they had this farmhouse out in the country, sits on this big flat piece of ground, and um, there was this big storm blew up in the middle of summertime, like late summer, like mid August, early August, and. Um, 
they saw she saw this funnel cloud off in the distance. My dad's maybe 10, 11 years old at the time. So my dad's oldest sister takes all the kids, her and the, and the six other kids in the house, some of them pretty small, outside, and they and she had them all laid down in the ditch off on the side of the road. They oh. all she had them all laid down in the ditch. I heard that's the safest place if you, you don't have a basement. A, no basement. They didn't have a basement. See, that'd, no. be, that'd be scary. Laid them in the ditch outside in the middle of a storm thinking the tornado was blowing up. I mean, and she, and dad said, yeah, we laid there for probably a half hour, 45 minutes from what I remember. And I was just like, man, that's crazy. <laughs> that's That would be wild. The wild times In the back middle in the of that, like, I'm sure the wind was blowing, you know, 35, 40 miles an hour yeah. at least. It's probably raining, thundering, lightning. They're just Ditch out filling up ditch. with water. Yeah, probably. Son of a gun! Crazy. So getting off, getting off the uh, weather topics. Let's let's head back into sports. The Big Ten, the Big Ten released their football schedule this year, and one big change that I noticed was the Ohio State versus Michigan game. And a lot of listeners probably can you know they're, they're in on this topic here. October twenty fourth. First time since 1933 that this game hasn't been played in November. Boys, my question is, what the hell's going on? And I, I, I kind of know the answer, but I want to hear your opinion on this. I mean, what, I mean, what the hell do you think about it? I think that's just that's bullshit on the on the whole scheduling committee. I mean, you got the greatest rivalry in sports, and they're just putting it. Iowa behind them, an Iowa game behind the Ohio State Mission game. The only thing I think the way they could save this is they got to make it a night game. And the reason they're not going to make it a night game way. is because I believe it's game three of the World Series is on Fox that same night. Mm. Yeah, they totally dropped the ball. They're going to. They're, yeah, they're dropping yeah. the ball on it. So, you know, I've heard a lot of people on Twitter. I've been doing, I've been doing a little research on this. The Twitter gods are coming out and, and they're. They're they're flaming the Big Ten for this, but they said the same thing you did. I would want it to be a night game. The first time that Michigan and Ohio State played in the night, I believe it was like 2009 or 10 when Troy Smith went against Chad Henney when they were one and two. That was a night game. If you go, actually, it was a 3:30 game that went into the night because it was a long game. I just remember it being dark when the game ended. So I guess it wasn't technically a night game, but it was a 3.30 game. But these past several years has been a noon game. Am I correct? Oh, yeah. It's it's almost always a noon game. It's always a noon game. So the last time I remember it being a 3.30 game when it was actually dark when the game ended was back when Chad Henney went against Troy Smith when they were one and two. The winner was going to the national title game, basically. So... Like you said, Drew, the only way that they correct this, in my opinion, if you're not going to have it the last game of the year, let's start this son of a bitch off with a bang. Let's put it at the first game of the year. Oh, I like that. 
let's put it as the number the first game because we're only playing a Big Ten schedule. And if we're worried about COVID, that's why they moved it up. Let's not all lie. They're worried about the season getting canceled at some point. So they're moving rivalry week into the middle of the season instead of the last week of the season. Is that what is that I was gonna ask, is that what their motivation that's was? That's what I think their up? motivation is. What else would it be? Why not keep it the last game? Because that's what all the fans are looking forward to. All the all of, you know, Ohio State, they got national title hopes this year. So all their national title hopes are on the line when they play Michigan in week whatever it is. Um, the last game of the year. Yeah. So why not, if we're going to move it to the middle, let's start it off with a bang. And you're telling me that Ohio State-Michigan game on Fox at 12 noon, the first game of the year, won't have Super Bowl ratings. If you want to do it, let's like do it, it freaking right. I like it. Let's do it right. Let's start the son of a bitch off with a freaking bang. Let's light the fuse, and let's light the TNT, and let's blow this mother up. If we're going to go, let's go. I'm I, with you, man. That's my, that's my thought on this. Why the hell are we waiting until week six or week five, whatever the hell it is? I don't even know. October 24th. Let's start the season off September 3rd, Ohio State versus Michigan Stir in Ohio up. Stadium. Bring the big house Turn the down butter. to Ohio Stadium. Let's have it up with half the half the fan size. I don't care. 25,000, bring it. It don't matter. Jim Harbaugh versus Day. Let's go. They've got their feud going on. Day says he's going to hang 100 on Michigan. Let's let it happen. Yeah. Freaking week one. Hell with week six, week five. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Week one, let's light it up. You got me on board, That's man. That's my rant. Man, you fired me up. You just sold my I'm, I'm man. I mean, why aren't we doing week <laughs> Son I of mean, God. I've been holding this in all week. Drop boys. the mic, man. Drop the mic. <laughs> yeah, that's a mic dropper there. <laughs> uh, I, I'm I'm with you, man. Like, what else has been normal about 2020? You know, if if things are so out of whack as they have been, then why not? Let's just let's just go crazy. Make it the opener. Make it the Big Ten opener. Make it the season opener. Why not? Uh, so Jim Day said he. Hang a hundred on you didn't see that? No, I didn't see that. Wait, First of all, it's not Jim Day. I was gonna say Jim Day. What the hell we got going on here? <laughs> Jim, so you're a high state fan. You said Jim Day? It's Ryan Day. Ryan. Jim Day works for the Jim, Cincinnati Reds. Tell the Jim story, Day, Ryan Harbaugh. You know the whole story, right? Yeah, so so from my from my understanding, correct me if I'm wrong. Okay. Well, who's Jim Day? Jim Day works for the Cincinnati Reds. That's right. I knew I had a Jim Day in my catalog. <laughs> this guy. You know it's getting laid in the round table when we start slurring names. Anyway, the I think all all the Big Ten coaches were on a call earlier this week, and basically they were on I don't they were on with the Big Ten commissioner maybe I don't I don't president or whatever, um, basically just talking about the upcoming season. And Jim Day was, or see what you <laughs> <laughs> yes, Ryan I Day. got him. Too Ryan good. Day was in the middle of a sentence when Jim Harbaugh comes in and cuts him off mid-sentence and just says, well, these guys have been committing rules violations during practices and this and that. Like, just like cuts him off mid-sentence. Yeah, basically saying they've been having workouts when they aren't supposed to. Yeah. But just cuts him off. Doesn't doesn't wait till it's his turn to talk or anything. Just comes right in and just interrupts him mid sentence. And so you know that whole thing got sorted out. The call ended or whatever. But I guess after the call, um, Ryan Day went back to his players and they had a, like a team meeting and he said they better hope the Big Ten has a mercy rule this year because if not, we're hanging a hundred on Michigan. He said I've had it, and I I don't doubt that. 
because we've struggled in the past against Ohio State. We all know that. I'm a Michigan fan, and you guys are all Ohio State fans. And I'm not doubting that one bit. And uh, you know what? I'm just thinking, like, why the hell not just keep your mouth shut? These guys have <laughs> handed you your ass for the past 10 to 12 years. I mean, what the hell are you talking about, dude? I mean, why are we giving these guys more ammo? If you want, if 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 you're Jim Harbaugh and you want to make a, you want to, you know, make a big deal about it, why not make a, a separate individual call into the Big Ten like, hey, yeah. I think this is what's going on. Why I are think. we doing it in front of him? That's just giving these guys ammo to kick our ass even more. But yep. to interrupt the head coach mid call when all the other Big Ten coaches are on the call as well, like yeah. that's just that's just that's, blatant disrespect. That's right just there. being an asshole. Michigan always seems to do something along those lines every year. Well, something now, blows up. You know, well, let's not say every year. Well, it's, it's when Harbaugh's been there. And this guy has been just a complete jackass and underachieved ever since he's been there. Uh, when I'm, I'm, every, I'm a, I mean Jim Harbaugh. That's, yeah, yeah I, I, I mean, I'm a big Michigan believer, and I know a few of our Uncle Buck and another friend of mine were big Michigan believers, and they're more of, you know, uh, college football guys than I am. I'm more of an NBA guy, but. I mean, there's a certain point where he's just got to keep his damn mouth shut, boys. Mm-hmm. Do, do you hear? Do you hear these stories about him wearing cleats, cleats everywhere? Cleats? <laughs> what the hell are we doing? What is that? Sleeping at recruits' houses in their top bunk. Walking I mean, what in, are we do, doing? Doing home visits to like potential recruits' houses and not just like wearing cleats across their living room. Yeah, floor. he wouldn't take them off. Who's wearing cleats? Jim Harbaugh. Harbaugh. Jim Day. <laughs> this son of a gun, he's killing us, man. What I mean, as much, as, what much as, as much as I was, you know, happy for him to get the job, you know, what are we in now? Four years, probably. Oh, it's his time, man. He, yeah, he needs to go. I mean, what's he doing? He just got a lifetime contract. Yeah, what this about this lifetime gone? contract? Like he can just leave whenever I mean, he wants. What are we happy with? Eight and four and nine and three every year. I mean, what the hell? I mean, this this is not Michigan football. We need to be contending every freaking year for the Big Ten title, and we're not. Well, don't get me wrong. I, I hate Michigan, and you know, but, but it's always a fun. certain level of, you know, kind of caliber they got to bring to the table if they want to keep this 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 rivalry alive. It's always, it's always fun it. when Michigan's got a chance to beat Ohio State. Yeah, I mean, I I love beating. And that you know, ass, but. and you know, in the past three or four years, we've had you guys on the ropes at least two times, mm-hmm. and we folded. Yeah, absolutely folded in the fourth quarter, and you guys came back and stole it from us. And that's on his ass. Yeah, that is on his ass, not not the players. So, enough about uh the football schedule I mean well real quick just one more note I wanted to add about Ohio State and Michigan for Ohio State fans there's no question Michigan is the biggest game of the Big Ten schedule every year you know it's it's a huge deal I mean Ohio State coaches have been fired before because they can't beat Michigan that's 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 a must-win game every year. That's like circle it. This is the most important game on the Big Ten schedule. Beating Michigan every year, in my opinion, is more important to Ohio State and Ohio State fans than winning the Big Ten. I mean, I'm with you. I think that that might be arguable, but I mean, it's right up there. It's, it's probably right, arguable. It's a, it's I think a, it depends. It's it a dep- goal right up there with winning the Big Ten every year. But anyway, I got a couple of friends of mine who grew up in Michigan. Were Michigan fans their whole life. One of them wrestled at the University of Michigan. Both diehard Michigan fans. And they both have told me, and they're they're both still diehard Michigan fans, they both have told me, listen, the Ohio State-Michigan thing, 
that's more of a bigger deal to Ohio State people. He said, for Michigan people, we think Michigan and Michigan State is a bigger rivalry than Michigan and you guys. Now, I don't know if that's because we've been whooping their butt every year. I don't know. I don't know if that's, you know, I don't know why the, what the reasoning is behind that. But they claim Michigan-Michigan State's a bigger rivalry, and they're from Michigan, you know what I mean? Like, they grew up there, so I don't know. I can see that. I mean, that's kind of like a falls on the lines with, you know, a lot of the conversations I've had with my buddies with, you know, who's the, who's Ohio State's biggest rivalry in football right now. I mean, I, I'd go Penn State. I hate Michigan more, but every time we play Penn State, I'm – It's, yeah, way, it's, it's way more it's, competitive. It's Penn State or Wisconsin. Yeah. Penn State and Wisconsin's big games for Ohio State. Oh, yeah, for sure. Penn State always plays us hard. But yeah. Wisconsin isn't on the schedule this year, are they? I don't, I don't think so. I don't believe they are. No, Penn State you, is. Yeah. Um, you guys are getting off easy without Wisconsin on the schedule. Wisconsin's got a freaking cake schedule. I always do. They'll it. probably be undefeated going into the Big Ten Championship this year. I've seen their schedule. Dude, I cake. hope they are. It's I hope cake. they are. And I hope we get that far. Good deal. I want to I want to introduce something to you guys right now. Something that we've never done before on the podcast. I've done I've done a little I did a little deep dive. I did a little deep dive here this past week. I knew we weren't going to have a subject. It was gonna be more of a round table, a little this and that uh podcast for the listeners this week. So follow me on this guys. Drew, Troy, Corey the K, DG. Am I the asshole for telling my girlfriend I don't want her watching me poop? Now, let me tell you a little story about this. I know the title sounds weird as hell. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't ready for this. Well, well I'm ready. I'm, I'm ready no, to contribute okay. to this one. This okay, is going to be so good. One. Sorry, I didn't. I, I know I got you, caught you a little off guard, Troy, but am I the asshole for telling my girlfriend I don't want her watching me poop? I know that sounds weird, but hear me out for a second. So my girlfriend and I have been together for a year and nine months, and it's been great so far. She's amazing. We get along great, and we're super close. We do your typical super close couple kind of things, like showering together, doing each other's laundry, popping each other's pimples, etc. These things, I don't really mind. But the other day, I was in the bathroom pooping, and she strolled right in and started brushing her teeth and casually talked to me while I was trying to take a dump and saying like, oh, you're cute when you poop, and things like that. She might think it's cute, but I think it's just weird as hell. I told her I'd really like to have some privacy, and she got all upset and said, if we're truly close, you wouldn't have a problem with this. That doesn't make sense to me in a way, like saying, I like to poop in private. We're not close. Like, what is she talking about? I told her regardless of how much closer she thinks it makes us, I'm not comfortable with it. So that should be the end of the discussion. She doesn't listen and continues to walk in against my wishes. And the fourth time she did it, I cussed her out and told her I was sick of her not respecting my boundaries. She started crying and stormed out, and now I feel terrible. So, am I the asshole? <laughs> Yeah, we're all laughing. This is this is good. This is rich. I don't think he's the asshole. I really don't either. I mean, you I, know, I don't think you need to cuss at her. Now, 80%, before but. before we before we get into this, I just want to you know everybody's sitting at the table with a mic in front of them right now. We're all married men. 
Yeah, yeah, so all four of us. I just want to put that out there. You know, this dude, he's just he's been dating this girl almost two years. Yep. We're all married. Go ahead. Um, I don't feel like I should be the one to answer this first because I read the question. I'm going to go to my left. Troy, what do you think? Uh, I mean, I, I'm, I've been married probably five plus years, so... I mean that you've got a you've got good experience with yeah. your wife and you guys using the restroom. I mean we we shit with the door open, <laughs> both of us. <laughs> here we go. This is, this yeah, is, this is what it's about here. Yep. Okay. But I mean, there's times when it's just like, man, I just I I need some privacy. Like I I need some alone time. So why not close the door? You're right. That's a good point. That is a You're great right. point. I mean, that's a good point. <laughs> Moving on, Drew. What do you think? <laughs> so, I got I got a I got a pretty special wife here. Um, she's a nurse, and so she you can't gross her out, man. She's, yeah, she she's seen a lot of stuff in her. Day. Yeah, and so like she shits with the door closed, and uh, she does all that. And I I give her her space, but me on the other hand, if I don't lock the door. It's game on. It's game on. Right through. I mean, she don't even knock. She just comes in. She's like, hey, how was your day at work? And I'm like, yo, I'm, I'm getting ready to wipe my ass. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's like, getting ready to get You special. may wipe your your people's ass, but you're not going to wipe yeah. mine, honey. Yeah. I'm going to wipe oh, my yeah. own. So yeah. let's, let's step on out. Let me have my time. I'm like, I, I mean, I, it's to the point where I, I will have a conversation with her when I'm taking a shit. Yeah. But, but when I'm getting ready to clean up and, you know, move on with my business, I got to say, hey. I'll talk to you in five, but that's where I'm at. It's DG. it's a special place over there, and that's where I'm at too. Like conversation wise, I mean, we're at that level. Yeah, I mean, it's it's door open. We're, it's weird. Yeah. It, it weirds me out, yeah. and I can't get accustomed to it. Yeah, I don't know if you can either. But oh, I don't want to go watch it. I mean, I... <laughs> all right, DG to uh, to the guy that wrote this this soliloquy that you went through earlier. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, <laughs> No, dude, you're not you're not an asshole for for wanting your own privacy. I mean, just because we date people for a while or we're married to people for a while, it doesn't mean that there's no privacy to be had anymore. You know, getting married or dating somebody doesn't mean, well, here you go. Here's all my privacy. I don't have any more privacy to be, you know. You don't lose all your independence. Like, sometimes a man just has to have some time to himself, whether that's, you know, going off in the mountains for a weekend or going out and hunting for a day or two or, you know, whatever, going to a ball game with his buddies. I mean, to me, you know, doing your business in the bathroom is no different. Like, she can't expect to, you know, I don't know. I'm just. I like it. No, you know, no, you, know like you know, you know, I'm a I'm man with is you, entitled DG. to a certain amount of privacy. I'm with you, DG. And, you know, I've been I've been with my girl. For going on 12 years, been married for one, you know, I don't even know 12, probably 10. Sorry, I might have escalated that a little bit. I mean. It's at least 10 years dating and been married for one. That's pretty so cool. We've I mean, been together. 10 years dating at least. Oh, shit, two years. <laughs> Sorry. Anyways, <laughs> one or two, you know, you lose track of time. Anyway, you know, I, I've loved this girl for a long time. And the thing is with me. Like, it. She walked in on me. Like, in my in my uh, downstairs bathroom. I mean, it's the only one I really use. There's sometimes that um, 
You know, I'm down there doing my business, taking a shit, and I don't lock the door. I always shut it, but she'll walk down and she'll try to open it. She did this like one or two times, and it would, well, it's a small bathroom, we all know, and it would hit my leg when she'd open the door, and I, I would, I'd get my shoulder into it, and I'd slam it. I'd say, huh? I say, I say, guy, I'm shitting, you know? Yeah, I'm shitting. Like, like I'm rubbing there's one never off. been a time. There, there's, <laughs> there's, there's never been a time. There's never been a time that she's walked in and tried to have a conversation with me because I'm like this guy, like. <laughs> like I would I would give her like a hey get the hell out of here you know you know like what the like what the hell like I would I would never let her walk in the door cause I would like always give her like a hey you know like this is my time like no she's never ever tried to walk in the door and have a conversation with me while I was shit like she probably didn't know I was pooping and hit my leg and I would slam the door and be like hey not well, the time you just have do you just have one bathroom? No, I got two? one upstairs okay. too. But I don't ever use that. That's her. That's her. That's her stuff. Like this is my. This is my laboratory down here. And she's tried to walk through it, and I've said, "Hey, no, like this is done, done." I'm not talking. I've told her, like, "Hey, we're not having conversation through the door. I'm shitting. You go upstairs. When I'm done, I'll be up to talk to you." Well, what's she need? She she's she's uh, just a she probably wanted to clean the conversation toilet. She's a clean freak. She probably wanted to clean the toilet clean. while I was shitting. So I don't know. But anyway, to answer this guy's question, you know what? You're not the asshole. Like DG said, you know, sometimes us guys we just need our alone time. And I feel for you, Troy and Drew, that your women like to have conversations with you on the toilet. Like I would never ever be able to do that. Yep. yep. So you guys, I mean, props to you for having conversations, but. When you drop one, like into the toilet, and it goes, the water splashes up on your butthole. What's what? What's her reaction? Like, does she like? Oh, that was a good one. Or, <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 what is that reaction? Yeah, what do they yeah. give you? Yeah, she goes. Oh, I heard that. Yeah, like, like yeah, I just mean, dropped a bomb. What do you expect? I, I'm just like, man, like that. I can never ever do that. So, props to you guys. So let's let's move on. Let's break this up a little bit. Let's move on to our voicemail segment this week. We got a few, I think. Corey with the K is getting them pulled up here. I think we got three or four. So let's start off with our first one. This is DR, and my question is, besides sports, if you could go back and change anything about yourself, what would you change? I'm going to go ahead and take this one, guys. I'm, I'm just going to keep this one short and sweet, but I'm going to call it the fucking genetics. My dad's 6'2", my uncle's 6'5", my grandpa was 6'4", and here I am, buck 72 and 5'9". I'm just going to call bullshit on that one. <laughs> I love it. I love it, dude. Yeah, I mean, if I had family members 6'4", 6'5", you know, I'd, I, I, you know, I got a, I got a thing, man. You know, I'm like six two and a half and five nine. I don't know what I'd feel like. I'd be a point guard, but man, if I was six five, possibilities are endless. That's what I keep Honestly. telling myself. Man. Six five, man, that's a great height to be. DG, what you got? I mean, I like that answer. Yeah, I do too. That I might do. be the best of all. Just yeah, go back and see if I could change my genetics. But uh, I guess I would probably go back to high school. And I was so scrawny, man, and so weak. 
Um, I would try to like get get with a personal trainer or like a on some kind of program. You know what I mean? And try to beef up a little bit more because I started doing that when I was in college, and I just at that point I was out of competitive athletics, but I could still just um when I when my strength started to build, I just felt such a difference in anytime I just played pickup basketball or you know, played in softball weekend softball tournaments or anything like that. It was just the the difference was just insane. So if I could go back I'd probably just like try to lift more weights and get with somebody that knew what they were doing and try to like train me when I was in high school. So DR said DR said it didn't have to do with sports. Would you would you rather just be stronger as a person or Oh, it didn't have to do with sports. My bad. Yeah. I missed that, man. I missed that big time. Okay. Oh, come back to me. Okay. Well, I mean, I didn't mean to call you out, but that was part of the question. I, for, I completely forgot about that part of the, the question. So, DR, to answer your question, um, for me, you know, I was out of high school. I really didn't know what I wanted to do with myself, you know, in the future. You know, I thought it'd be cool to go into college and be, you know, into law enforcement. So, you know, I was, as a kid, you know, I was watching these movies like Bad Boys. Like, I thought it'd be cool to be like an undercover police officer one day, you know, and be like Martin Lawrence and Will Smith and be a bad boy and just wear your street clothes and have a badge hanging over your chest underneath your, like, flannel or whatever and drive a Lamborghini or a Mustang GT or whatever. And I'm just like, I want to do that. So I went to college out of high school, you know, I, I went, I played basketball for the local community college and I really had no aspirations to really be a police officer. You know, I, I just thought that that was a cool thing to do at the time. Like, oh yeah, I could be that guy. No, no, that's not what I wanted to do in life. And now I'm, I'm, you know, I'm really regretting it at this point in my life, like, I look back and I'm like, I wish I could have like locked down on to education and really went to college and had really did something that I, I could like succeed at in life. And I look back and I really think that I could have been a hell of a gym teacher in school. Like I wish I would have went to for education and been a gym teacher and, you know, maybe taught health on the side, whatever. But if I could go back and do anything, I would have went to college for education and became a gym teacher and been a teacher, you know. But, you know, life life serves you what it's worth, and I never did that. But a lot of, a lot of people tell me, like, you never, you know, it's never too late to go back and get your – you got an associate's degree. It's never too late to go back and get, you know, education. I mean, you got your basics covered. It'll probably take you uh, three years, three or four years probably, and you'd be done. But – at this at this point in my life, you know, I'm 30 years old. You know, I'm married, and we're trying to have a family. So I, I'm really not thinking about going back to school at this point. But if I could go back and change anything, that's what I would do. Troy, back to you. Um, if I had to change something, it, it would probably relate to a high school level, like DG said. Um, I never liked to write papers back in the day so I would try to push that off to my mom 
hey, help me out here. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> write this, write this five pager for me, you know. And she would, you know, she would help me out. She would, sure, she would. Bam, you know, it's like, yeah, what do you need? You had a good mom growing up. You yeah, really she did. was, she was great. I, I love my mom, but it was, it was also. T- you know, she she helped me write so many papers. It was like, you know, none other. I didn't even write a paper in high school. <laughs> <laughs> so, and back to golf. I, I mean, I played I played golf in high school, and I played golf in uh, college. I, I mean, I know D Dr said it wasn't sports related, but I mean, my mom would say. I mean, I would shoot a hundred and over a hundred in college, you know, around the golf. I mean, that was unheard of in college golf. And then she'd be like, Hey, you did good. Like, I mean, you played well. Like, no, I didn't. I fucking hit out of bounds twice. And then I had to drop on the tee box and I'm hitting six from the tee box. Like, how is that good? Like, no, I mean, I'm, I'm glad. I mean, I'm glad I have a mom that was so supportive in my life, if I had to go back in time, I wish I would have, you know, pushed myself to, you know, sit myself down and and and, and wrote those papers, and it, it would make me a better person today. If I would have, you know, pushed myself to, you know, work work hard and 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 be at that level. I respect that, Troy. DG, you got anything else for yeah, me? Yeah, yeah. I, I was doing some thinking over here while I was listening to everybody else. And um, so my wife and I, um, we got married coming up on one year ago. Um, Great wedding. Congratulations. Thank Beautiful. you. Appreciate that. Yep, good party. Yeah. Um, everybody here was there, so that was good. But uh, we, we just started dating uh, about four years ago, and we have known each other since fifth grade i was in fifth grade she was in fourth grade so we've known each other we've been friends a long long time but uh all through high school all through college and even early adulthood like we were always kind of on two different pages like i was dating people she was dating people we were we always remained friends but i guess if i could do one thing differently i'd probably just like go back to high school or even early college and just start dating her a lot earlier and that would have saved us a lot of time and a lot of a lot of heartache to be honest with you and uh you know we could have got married way earlier and yeah you guys always had the hots for each other i mean yeah i knew that growing up we kind of did this weird dance around yeah. each other yeah for it, like was, it was just a weird thing going on and everybody's just like hey what the hell's going on here yeah. i mean i know yeah. we can all tell you guys like each other i mean like, did it start at the clarksburg town hall or was it, it probably did then or after no, it, it probably, probably did it start probably back did. in its clarksburg yeah. town hall days sixth to be grade. honest with you yeah. yeah sixth seventh grade eighth grade yeah yeah but uh yeah i agree with you dg I, yeah you guys should have hit that off way earlier yeah that could have saved a lot of time next voicemail Hey guys, don't really have a question. Got a little complaint. Uh, my voicemail that I left probably a couple weeks ago wasn't played on episode 12. You guys need some sort of secretary to keep things in line. See you later. I don't need any other 
comment on this besides myself, Drew, DG, Corey the K. Just, just, just stay quiet on this one. Um, for all the listeners out there, this, this, this voicemail here is from Troy, the guy, the guy who's, the guy who is on our podcast right now, and he's saying that we need a secretary when. We've let him know prior to this podcast that we were starting at 6 p.m. and the son of a bitch don't show up till 7.20. We don't get started till 7.20. So he's telling us we need a secretary when he can't show up on time. That's the first one. Second is he left a voicemail. Yeah, he did leave a voicemail two weeks ago, but I think he was on episode 11. We... Before we went live on episode 11, I explained to him why his voicemail wasn't going to be lit up on the pod. This is because we need video evidence that this, that we could do this. He he wanted to lay out like a, like an action packed scene. And I'm like, these listeners aren't going to know what's going on if we're, or if we're not on video. It, do, it doesn't play well to audio. No, it, like we can't do it on audio. So that's the reason we didn't play your voicemails because because it didn't make sense to. So, can you back yourself up at all? Like, Troy, do you have anything to say about this? Because I tried to explain to you why we couldn't air this voicemail. And you send in that we need a secretary when you can't even show up on time. <laughs> I mean, that, I mean, my the voicemail I'm, I'm trying to initiate to... I mean, it was a high-tech voicemail. No, yeah, it was. It, it was, and it was a great voicemail, but we can't do what you want us to do without video content. Correct. Correct. I mean, I, I agree with you on that. So I want to save it until we are able to go video. Well, I guess I didn't know you guys, like, put it back in a portal or something. Yeah, like, we, we, it, got, we got a setback, dude. We're going to play it. Okay. So when the listeners play it, when the listeners listen to it, we're, we're, they're going to know what's up. So, damn it, we don't need a secretary. All right. We don't have the payroll for that either. Yeah, <laughs> shit's sake. Next voicemail. I got a question for you guys. Do you love working there, or are you doing it for the money? Uh, question by Troy. Uh, let me know what you guys think. <laughs> okay. DG, Drew, Quirth K. I'm going to take this one too. This one here is from our, this, this one here is from our buddy Troy as well. And, uh, well, I'm going to tell you right now, Troy, if you're going to leave a, leave a voicemail, let's make sure the fucker makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> hey, at least because you said hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. do you like working hey, there? Where the hell are we working, son? Your current job. At least I left my name this time. <laughs> son of a bitch! You don't even let us know. I mean, where do we like work? What are you talking about? Your job. Your current job. Okay, well you could have said that. Yeah, no. you, you do you like working there? Do you like working there? Everybody knew what that what I was talking about. Uh, I did not. Okay, <laughs> so let, let's answer Troy's question, everybody. Your current uh, job. Your current job, do you like working there? Are you there for the money? Well, the the old saying is, if you love what you do, you won't work a day in your life. Well, I'm just going to say I'm going to keep this sweet to the point, short, sweet, and to the point. I go to work every day. So, <laughs> on you, to you, Troy. And you provide... 
for your I family. mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I do what I got to do. I got a nice house. We both got nice cars. I mean, she's got a great job. I got a good job. So, I mean, I might not love it, but maybe it may, it pays the bills. Yeah. On to you, Troy. Yeah. Answer your own question. Um, I mean, I mean, the money's okay. Yeah, I love the flexibility of my current position. Yeah, I love mine too. I forgot to mention that. I mean, my schedule is great. I mean, I, I mean, vacation time, personal time, my schedule. I mean, I, I can't complain about it. I, I mean, I like my job. I really do. But do I like going there every day? I mean, who likes going to work every day? You're, you're right. You hit it on the head. I mean, it's a job. And my position right now is is shifted strictly to home. I mean, with this all COVID nineteen, and and I did get an email the other day. It said something like shifting to October, we could get back into the office, and that's if if you cla- are classified in that position to be in an office job. You could be remotely and you know stay at home. And, and and through all this, like, I'm probably, I'm an accountant, so I'm probably going to stick with closing the books at home just because, you know, I got more time, you know, set up, you know, my two screens, my printer, you know, everything's set up right there at the home office. And, uh, you know, I can, you know, stay away from the commute and I can focus on the job and, and and get through it there. What about you, Drew? Yeah, I, I'm kind of in the same boat. Um, I like my job. I like the people I work with. Um, it's very, very convenient at this point in time as far as working from home. Um, that makes it nice. You know, the 21st century technology, pretty sweet. Um, but yeah, I keep it short and sweet. I Good enjoy deal. it. I like people. I like working. Love with. it, DG. Yeah. Um, I mean, I miss, I miss this socialization of my coworkers. Yeah, just like water cooler talk and yeah stuff like that. Yeah, coffee break. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I I enjoy what I do, man. If I didn't enjoy it, then I probably wouldn't do it. I'd do something else. And for me, it's never really been about the money. Um, I've always, since college, man, I've just decided then and there, like whatever line of work I go into, I'm going to, I'm going to do it because I feel like I have a sense of purpose about it and I'm going to do it because I enjoy it. And if I don't, then I'm going to find something else to do. And money for me was never really a factor. Um, it's nice that I make a decent wage and I can help support my family, but you know, I do what I do because I enjoy it. So there you go. You know what? I lo- I love what you just said, DG, and that that brings up a point for me too. You know, and that's key, like he said. Yeah, like he it's enjoyed. All, it's all about happiness. And if you don't, if you're not enjoying what you're doing, you're miserable in life. You're just gonna you're just gonna live a miserable life. And that's the thing with my job. I don't mind doing it. There's there's points in time that I enjoy doing it. But like I said earlier in the pod, there's times where it gets boring and I get frustrated and I don't have much to do. But, you know, I go to work every day, you know. I know what I'm doing. I'm working for a paycheck and, and I come home and, you know, it's, it's not a bad thing. 
You yeah, know? I mean, I feel like that's that's the key. Like, I feel like anybody's job, anybody's job, on some there's going to be some parts of it that you don't like, right? There's going to be some days. Absolutely. There's going to be some days you show up, you're just not feeling it. I mean, t- take the take the coolest job in the world, whatever that may be. Like, there's going to be some days when whoever's working that job just there's going to be crappy days at work. You know what I mean? The key is finding something that you can tolerate and you can enjoy the majority of the time, and you know, hopefully, whatever that is, it it's providing for you, it's providing for your family financially. And if you and if you got that, I mean, there ain't much more you can ask. Corey, next voicemail. What's up, boys? It's Jake the Snake. Facial hair. What kind you got? If you could have different facial hair, what kind would it be? Appreciate it. All right, Jake. Jake the Snake. This guy sounds like he's... Yeah, I mean, this guy's... I mean, he's something else. So, Jake, to answer your question... What kind of facial hair I got? I mean, uh, I guess I'm rocking like a. What would you call this, guys? Like a. I mean, I would call that just like a real short beard. Yeah, I don't. I don't like it long. Mustache goatee. Yeah, you know? mustache goatee with yeah. a little bit of just beard. Just about, about a five o'clock shadow. Five o'clock yeah. shadow. It's yeah. pretty thin. Yeah, yeah it's it, not real I, thick. I don't like it long. It itches. I don't like it. I go two weeks and then I shave it, and it I shave it real short and it'll grow back. I remember some days though when you grow that goatee out pretty long. Yeah, the goatee. I had some goatee days, and I also had that. I don't. I don't like to admit it, but I also like to. I back in the day, like coming out of high school, right at senior year to like eighteen to like twenty, I grew that like real thin beard across huh. the chin oh, strap. Oh, yeah. the chin strap. Oh my god, that was so stupid. I used to rock that, but no. Like I'm, I'm a full five o'clock shadow guy nowadays. I mean, that's what I do. Um, what's yeah. she? What's she like? She likes the five o'clock shadow. She doesn't like. She doesn't like whenever I get the mustache real long. Like there for a while, I grew out this stash. This past summer, I was going on a few bachelor parties, so I grew out the stash and the stash only real long. And whenever I'd kiss her, it would tickle her. She really <laughs> didn't like it, so. I had to cut that real quick, but uh, yeah, I'm a five o'clock shadow guy. What about you, Troy? You're not a real, you're not a real big facial hair guy. No, I mean I I could probably easily grow a beard. You know, I mean, oh, a big one. Yeah, I know you could. You was growing that thing when you were in seventh grade. You hit <laughs> puberty when you were like fifth grade. You probably had the nutsack of a fucking ape. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. Uh, you know, I probably shave every, well, since I've been working from home, I probably shave every couple of days. You know, when I was working, you know, <laughs> in the office, I would, uh, what are you laughing about? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're good. What do you, what you mean you shave in the office? I mean, how often do you shave? Well, if I was... You know, not working from home, I would you know shave every other week or every other day. Yeah, but what? But now you don't I, like facial hair, so that's not why you shave so often. 
Yeah, I don't. The neck thing drives okay. me nuts. Yeah, it's driving me nuts right now. So tomorrow morning, I'm definitely going to shave. So I got it, this neck if it's a if it's above my chin, you know what do you call that? The bone right here, the jaw, 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 jaw bone. Let's get to it, Pierce. I mean, well, I mean, do you like facial hair or not? What are we doing? Well, I'm all right with facial hair, but if it's above the jaw, I've bone, never seen you with a beard. What do you call this? That I mean, is that's a stubble. Knob. Isn't that's, that a five o'clock shadow? God damn it. Sort of, but it's not a definitely not a beard. <sighs> Troy don't like beards, Jake Snake. Moving on. Drew. I love beards, personally. <laughs> you got a nice little something going on here. Yeah, I, I just I, trimmed her up. Uh, the barber is the only one that touches my beard. Yeah. Because um, if not, that's when I end up with no beard because it gets all crooked. So big shout out to my barber, Brandon Amon. Um, does a good job, trims me up. It's old is, town. Yeah, is I, he I, from Seville? Yeah, Seville. Yeah, old yeah. town. Yeah, he's, he does a good job on beards and hair and all that. But uh, I usually keep it a little bit longer. I like. I mean, this is about the shortest I've had it in, in a long time. Um, hunting season rolls around. I, I like to get girthy with it and everything other than the mustache. If it starts tickling my nose hair, I'm out. Gotcha. But uh, as far as a big beard, I'm in. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, BG! I'm, I'm going to echo that. Like, I wish I could grow a beard. And I've tried a couple of times, but and every time I try to grow a beard and I'll go like a month and a half without shaving, I just end up looking like an overgrown 12-year-old. It's just bad. It's patchy. I get big patches of skin where hair just will refuses to grow. And then other patches where it insists on growing. And it's just it's so uneven. I can't grow a beard. I wish I could. If I could grow a good beard, I would definitely grow one and I'd keep it. But in the meantime, I'm going to keep it pretty short, pretty simple. Um, every now and then I'll grow a mustache if, I, if I'm feeling froggy. But uh, other than that, I just keep it pretty short. Pretty Good simple. deal. Jake the Snake, congratulations. You are the winner of the Canal Smokehouse gift card. Visit them down at 94 East Water Street, downtown Chillicothe. Hey, fellas, before we get into the questions of the week, I got a few points I want to hit on. Real quick, let's keep these short and sweet to the point. Mac and cheese flavored Cheetos. Why the hell do the mac and cheese topics keep coming back to us? I felt like I woke up a beast on this one. I mean, everybody that listens to the show, everybody that knows you, knows you're a passionate mac and cheese guy. Absolutely. So, you know, anytime any kind of mac and cheese thing hits the headlines, people are going to be sending that your way. So... I mean, this headline, you know, Cheetos coming out with, what is it, not one, not two, but three different flavors of mac and cheese, of course it's going to come your way, because people know how passionate you are about your mac and cheese, man. But here's my thing. The thing that pisses me off about these name brands, why are we changing it up? Like, the Reese Cups, they're throwing in, like, the the white chocolate this and that the Twix you can get Reese cups that have uh, Reese's pieces inside of them yeah see why are we doing that and we're coming in with the Twix bars that have the peanut butter flavoring yeah it's all about the money it's all about the advertising but gosh dang it would we just stick to the original you're making enough money off the original why are we changing it up exactly like the Cheetos they, they have the fire hot they have the jalapenos they have this and they have that now they got mac and cheese flavored Cheetos What's wrong with just the regular Cheetos? Now, wait a second, wait a second. Mom. Let, me, let me just clarify here. I thought they were making mac and cheese that was flavored like Cheetos. Is wrong. it the other way around? Wrong. They're making Cheetos with mac and cheese flavored. 
like you know how they have fire hot Cheetos. See, I'm not I'm not about that. I'm not either. So why are we I doing thought it was that? the other way around. They have the jalapeno jalapeno Cheetos. Yeah, the jalapeno Cheetos. Uh, I'm a huge fan. Flaming hot. Yeah, well, no, not you know, flaming hot. There's flaming hot. hot. There's different. They have jalapeno flavor too. Okay. Flaming hot's totally different. Okay. So okay, so Troy says he's a he's a jalapeno flavored Cheeto guy. I'm just wondering. I mean, why are these why are these name brands like branching off? Like, like like I said, the Reese's and the Twix and stuff. The Butterfingers are making all these candy bars are making different flavors. What are we doing here? Uh, it's just a money grab, man. I'm with you. I'm with you. I mean, son of a bitch. It's a money grab. It's like they they used to say back on the NCAA football days. There was a guy that was the announcer. He said, "Hey." If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah. Exactly. And guess what they did? They broke the fucking game. Yep. NCAA football is gone. Yep. NCAA football was the most grossing game of all time in EA Sports, and guess what they did? They nixed it. Gone. For what reason? No idea. All the gamers out there, we feel your pain. NCAA football was my favorite game growing up as a kid. You could create your player. You could do a running back, quarterback. I would never be a wide receiver or a tight end. You always want to be a quarterback or a running back and run up this dad so you can get the Heisman. We all know what you did. Anyways, moving on. Gilbert Arenas on TMZ this week had an interview. He said Lou Williams, he's on his side. He said the NBA players are missing the ladies. The NBA players are missing the ladies because they're in a bubble. They can't go out to the hotels every night. They're flying from Houston. They're flying to uh, Miami. They're flying to New York every night. They're going to the hotel. They're getting different ladies every night. Gilbert Arenas. What happened to Gilbert Arenas? This guy was one of the best point guards at one time. And then he got caught with all the guns. You guys remember that? He got yeah. caught with all the guns yeah, in the locker room. Man, and this, I mean, now he's saying these NBA guys are not playing well because they're missing all the ladies. What the hell? So my opinion is going to be a little bit biased because I've never been a Gilbert Arenas fan. Me either. I was never a big Gilbert fan. Um, Talented, yeah. Agent Zero, he was good. Real good in his prime. Yeah, but, uh, I mean, wh- why is he even relevant right now? Like, why is he even – I don't understand why we're even paying any attention to what he has to comment on the whole situation. I mean, he's not playing. He hasn't been playing for a while now. Um, you know, we have a very – this is a very uh, unique, unique. That's a good way to put it. It's a unique situation. It's a unique set of circumstances, and it's unprecedented. Um, the bubble seems to be working. You know, there's nobody's testing positive. It seems to be working well for the NBA. We're watching NBA games. We're we're able to tune in. The you know fans are able to tune in and watch the games. If you don't want to abide by the the bubble rules, then just leave. You know, go home. Yeah, get that. In my opinion, like, and that's me. And I've said it before on the podcast. Like, I'm a rule follower. You just tell me what the rules are. I'll follow them. I'll stay within the lines. That's me. That's me personally. Like, if you wanna, if you wanna go out and do this and that and whatever, if the bubble isn't, you know, it's it's not adventurous enough for you, then just leave. You know, sacrifice sacrifice playing in the games. Leave, go home, and do whatever you want to do. Yeah, and and the stories that I've read, these uh, NBA guys, there's been a few, not a lot, there's been a few stories come out that these guys are complaining about their room situations. Like the top players on their team get like the the suites, you know. So 
like LeBron or AD would get like the best rooms on their block of the hotel. And then these other guys would be getting like blocks. <clears throat> we would like, if we wanted to rent a hotel for a night, we'd get these blocks. So, I mean, it's literally like a king bed and a bathroom and a TV. That's all they get. So they're complaining about it. like these guys are making, you know, five, ten million dollars compared to AD and LeBron. They're making 30 and they're living in regular hotel rooms right down the hallway from these guys. So they're complaining like, well, hell, I mean, we're used to staying in mansions on the beach. You know, I mean, I mean, that, I mean, that's what Gilbert's talking about. That's what Gilbert's talking about. And, but they're, they're still bringing in, in the dough. Oh, they're still bringing in the dough, but they're, they're living in, uh, circumstances they're not used to. Exactly. That's going to be my thing. I mean, if, you know, those guys making millions and millions of dollars, you know, how about they switch shoes with somebody that's, you know, working your five eights and, you know, only making X amount of dollars. It's one sixteenth or, you know, it, oh, yeah. whatever it is of their salary. Absolutely. So before they start complaining and saying we can't play basketball or get the women on the side in these clubs yeah, or whatever okay, at if, night. If that yeah. don't work for you, let's switch shoes. Yeah. I mean, suck it up. Yeah. How about that? Suck it up. No, I like it. One last point before we move on to the questions of the week. I read an article that this upcoming exhibition fight, boxing fight, uh, Tyson. Mike Tyson is coming back into the boxing world, boys. He's going against Roy Jones Jr. They've both got great records across their career. These guys are old as hell. I mean, these guys are getting into a ring, putting on the gloves once again for one last fight. These guys are two of the boxing greats of all time. But there's a stipulation on this fight. I don't know if you guys have heard. It's called a no knockout fight. Have you guys heard that yet? No. I have not. These guys aren't swinging for the fences in this fight because it's an exhibition. These guys on TV that are producing this fight want it to go to the distance. So they don't want Mike Tyson or Roy Jones out there just swinging for the fences in one, two, three rounds because they want the viewers to get what they paid for. So they're calling it a no knockout fight. So they're trying to tell crazy ass Mike Tyson with the face tat not to try to knock out Roy Jones Jr. in the first round. They're saying, we don't want no haymakers. We just want a few jabs here and there. We want the fans. We want the fans to get what they deserve when they pay for this fight. Is that freaking unbelievable? Because if I want to see Mike Tyson, you know, Mike Tyson was a big fighter in the early 90s. Am I correct? What? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. The early, biggest. The biggest. The early 90s. Like, so I was young. So I really didn't grow up on Mike Tyson. But I've seen videos. Like, this guy was a knockout artist. Mid 90s, dude. I remember. Yeah. I mean, I remember I was in like first or second grade when he had that title fight with Evander Holyfield. I don't actually, I don't know if it was a title fight. It was the same fight he bit Evander Holyfield's a chunk out of his ear. Yeah. And I remember I was in first or second grade, dude. I remember that like it was yesterday. Okay. So that's when he was the biggest fighter in the world. Right. So now we're bringing him back. I mean, current day. He's 20 over, years later. He's over 50, isn't he? He's like 52, 53. 15 years later. And this guy's coming back into the ring, and we're going to tell that crazy son of a bitch that he can't try and knock out this guy. Are you telling me Mike Tyson's going to follow them rules? No. I don't know. It's, Hell no. It's hard to tell, man. It's hard he's to tell. Crazy, he's crazy, man. He's kind of a loose cannon. You're right. He says he, he was telling people the other day that he's the best fighter in the world still. Like, he's the best fight. He believes they... Have you seen his workout videos? I've seen, I, I mean, was this guy's say, throwing jabs. He he's throwing crazy. uppercuts. The, be, the best fighter in the world, 
I don't mid, know. No, no. Probably, he's not, probably not. He's, but he's got to be mid-50s. Got to be. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, 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 I want to say, 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 say he's 53. I want to say he's 53. No, he's older than that. But uh, Got to be. But, yeah, he's man, older his, than that. his videos that he's been posting on Instagram and stuff, he looks good. He looks real good. I mean, he's dropped like 50, 60 pounds since he's been training. And I know that, you know, the rules you were talking about, Rolski, was saying no haymakers and no knockout punches. But, dude, his jab looks like a knockout punch to me. I mean, how cool would it be to say, you know, this is going to be an exhibition fight, no knockout punches, and then bam, first round hits, and he comes out and knocks Roy Jones Jr. out. How cool would that be? I don't know. Total turn of events, but, man, that'd be... It would. I mean, I'm sure whoever's putting on this fight would be pissed, real pissed at him. But yeah, entertainment. Absolutely. I, mean, I don't, I don't want to see a fight go the distance. That's just me. Yeah, I want to see someone knock someone out. And, yeah. You know, it would kind of be funny if Mike Tyson got knocked out by Roy Jones Jr. because he talks so much shit. Yeah, I it mean, really would. I feel like going into this fight, Mike Tyson, he's getting all the, he's getting all the good PR, and you never see videos of Roy Jones nope. Jr. training. No, no, no. You know, I haven't seen any. Really, of him training. And do you, do you guys know what the uh, prelim fight is? Oh, mm. I, I heard it was um, Nate Robinson. And Nate, some, Ro- Nate Robinson and Logan Paul. Yeah, oh, that is, Logan Paul, be cool. the YouTube star. But, no, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to give them a lot of PR on the Sip and Serve podcast. We're not going to talk about it a lot. But I hope to God, ex-NBA player Nate Robinson knocks the shit out of that kid. Dude, Nate Robinson is a bulldog. Well, yes. We'll, we'll just have to wait and see about Logan Paul because I just read a headline yesterday. The FBI just no, read No, that was his brother. Same guy? I think so. Okay, okay, okay. Doesn't raided, he have a brother? That's a, they just raided his mansion or yeah, something Logan like that. Yeah, Logan Paul. What's his brother's name? Don't, don't they? Okay, so yeah, I remember, yeah, the Logan Paul, uh, the guns. They came in and raided his house because he had, like, sniper rifles and illegal machine guns in his house. It was one of the Paul brothers. I didn't know if it was the same guy that was in the fight or not because I know there's two of them. There's two, there's two Paul brothers. They're both popular on YouTube, so I didn't know if that was the yeah, same one. Yeah, there's Logan and Jake. Yeah. But I don't know which one. I think it was Logan. Logan's the only one I know. I'd like to see him get knocked out. I think he went to Athens. Really? Yeah, I think he went to OU Athens. Huh. I didn't know. Anyways, that. it don't matter. We're not we're not PR and that on the Sip and Serve podcast. Hopefully, Nate Robinson, the bulldog, knocks the shit out of Agreed. Him. I'll second because that. Because I don't, I don't. Yeah, that and yeah, that just don't get me going. Anyway, it's time for the staple of the Sip and Serve podcast: the listener questions and the question of the week. But first, as we all know, I like to give our sponsor a quick shout out: the Old Canal Smokehouse. Smokehouse is known for the most unique craft beer selection and rare bourbons to go along with their amazing food. You can dine in, order takeout, or even have them cater your next event. Visit them in their newly renovated space in 94 East Water Street, downtown Chillicothe. Corey with a K. Actually, I think DG might be reading them this week because Corey with K don't have a mic. DG, what we got? Yeah, so uh, question number one comes from Bruce. And he asks, pick two friends or family to successfully be the president and vice president of the United States. Who you got, Rolski? I'm going to tell you right now. You know, one of the smartest people I know that I think, you know, I mean, he's on both sides. I mean, he cares for the people. 
one of the smartest people I know that, I mean, he's loving. He, do, he does it all. He's my main man, DG. Get out of here, DG, man. get out of here. <laughs> DG is going to be my president. I mean, he really is. I mean, that that's my main guy. I mean, he cares about everybody. I think DJ could take care of the country. I really do. So if any of my friends or family that I could pick right now, DG is going to be my president. And this might shock y'all. This might shock y'all. But his vice president... I love him to death, and I know DG does too. And I think it might rock. It might rock DG's decisions here and there, but they could agree at the end. Uncle Buck is going to be the vice president. <laughs> that would be a that'd be one wild Capitol Hill. Yes, bro. it would. <laughs> the Capitol Hill would be rocking party. But you know what? That's what I'm picking. DG and Uncle Buck, president and vice president of the United States. Troy, what you got? I mean, I'm along with the road with you. Like, DG is my prez. Oh, yeah, see? Two for two. What are you guys yeah. doing? No, we what love you, you man. What are you, what are you no. guys doing? No, I vote for you, brother. <laughs> I'm like, I, hey, listen, listen, man. I appreciate the love. I really do. But, like, I am the most apolitical guy there is. Like, I don't, I don't pick sides. I know you don't. That's why I want you. I don't because you care for both sides. I don't get involved. Like I don't. I don't really get involved in the whole Republican Democrat polarizing. Like no, I, go ahead. Yeah, uh, Troy, go ahead. Why? Why would you pick DG? I picked him because he loves both sides. Yeah, he's professional. Yep, he's a good speaker. Mm-hmm. I mean, how how do you not pick DG at this? If position? I if, during this during this question, I said, oh, there's no doubt I'm picking DG as my president. Yeah. I don't really have... Who's your vice president? I don't... No, I don't. I don't have a VP candidate right now. Oh, he's going he's gonna to let it... He's going to let Damn, it ride. I'm going to let it slide. Future, future episodes. I definitely have a, a a prez, and it's DG. Like, I mean, he he can run the roost. I mean... I believe it. I like it. you, Drew. I like it. I appreciate so I'm that. Gonna, I'm going to bring in the, the Circleville crowd here. Um, some of my buddies... Um, Sorry, DG. There you go. Yeah, you ain't, you ain't getting my I, I know. I wasn't expecting yeah. <laughs> um, So I got a buddy who goes by the name of Riley Kaiser, a couple years younger than me, but he's just one of those guys. He knows something about everything. You could you could give him a longitude and a latitude, and he'd say, yeah, I, I know something about that. He gets along with a lot of people. I think he'd make a great president. He's a pretty smart dude. And, Pr- and you kind of got to be a kiss-ass too, right? Well, I wouldn't. I mean, maybe in today's politics. Okay. But I'm, I'm not going to vote for a kiss-ass because this dude's totally not a kiss-ass at all. He, he gets, I mean, he, if you don't like it, he, I mean, he'll straight up give it to you. Um, but my, my VP is going to go kind of behind the scenes. It's going to be my, uh, my college roommate, my, my best friend, uh, Ryan Williams. He's very analytical and knows... Um, just a little bit about everything. He could be the the madman behind the scenes to kind of, you know, get the the whys and the wheres until say, hey, hey Kaiser, you need to you need to bring this up in your next speech. But I think that'd be a pretty sweet duo. Hey, I tell you, President Kaiser puts on a hell of a uh, backyard wiffle ball tournament too. Oh, one well, not one of the best. It is the best. It the is best. the best. The best in in uh, Southern Pickaway County. No, yeah. in the state. Oh. 
Yeah, it's on. We're well, going I, did, there. I, I just try to say it was in Southern Pickaway County, but yes, it probably is the best wiffle ball tournament in the state of Ohio. Willard's wiffle ball. That was that's a so, good one. So you got Kaiser and Williams. Yeah, Riley Kaiser, Kaiser is my president. Is your, Kaiser yeah. Williams, twenty twenty. Write it in. Yeah. Okay, that's that's against DG and Uncle Buck. Uh-huh. It's gonna be crazy. What you got, DG? Me, dude. I I didn't. I'm the one reading the questions. I didn't even thought about how I'm going to answer it. Well, damn it, answer it. Troy. <sighs> president, VP. I'm going to pick my father to be the president. He, um, he, kind of like what you guys were saying, like he's not bipartisan one way or the other. I mean, he's just. He's intimidating. He's whatever. He's whatever's good for the pe- the American people. You know, he what I mean? might have been the most intimidating man I ever met. You telling me? He man. does give off that vibe. I've only met him one time at a bar. And he's it was in, he's a, intimidating. A hard handshake, just like I've known him my whole life. Okay, damn it. Whew. He's a man's man. He's he, intimidating. Um, he's a no nonsense kind of guy. He's the type of guy that's not going to talk if talking's not necessary. But when he says something, he's going to say something. You know what I mean? Yeah, I yeah. Like when he just, wait till, just wait till you don't come off a screen of his or you don't pass the ball when you're supposed to. Damn it. That's intimidating because <laughs> he'll let you know it. Okay. I like it. When he talks, it's because he's got something to say. And when he's quiet, it's because he's listening. I mean, that's that's how it is. And I mean, I, I respect the hell out of him. Obviously, he's my father. So I, I just think he'd make a good, he would make a good leader of the country. He's always been a good leader of our family. I mean, what is the United States? It's a family. He'd make a good leader of the United States, in my opinion. Tanner. Who's the vice VP? president? My mother. There you go. Oh, Holy next shit. question. Next Come question. Holy shit. We're going to the next question. Yeah, we are. Next question, Jordan. He says, given today's circumstances, would you guys like an option to watch a sports game from home at the perspective of a seat in the stadium if the camera would turn, zoom in and out, and focus on the action of the game? I guess he's asking, would you rather that or would you just want to watch it on TV like normal? Man, I'm I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say hell no to this. That sounds terrible. I think, uh, man, technology with the way they're trying to manipulate a lot of this stuff in the background. When I'm home, I want to watch a sports game, either A, with my buddies in my bar in the basement, kind of bullshitting like we are right now, drinking beer, kind of hanging out with that vibe. Damn it, I love it. Or B. I want to be at the game, cheering my ass off, drunk as hell, and getting after it. <laughs> you know, not, I don't want to be sitting there at a virtual reality. I'm, I'm not into that. You know, Drew, um, gosh, you're making me so happy right now. I'm glad we had you on for this answer because that that just saved the night right there, that answer right there, because I, I am 100% on point with you right now because I, I don't want to be, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to have the option of sitting in my house where I'm, the, the camera's turning if I'm a fan. If I'm a fan, I want to be in a fan's perspective. You know, just like he said, I'm either at the game watching it in person or I'm in my, can- and I'm in my man cave, drunk as hell, drinking with my boys, throwing back some bush lights, bud lights, throwing them, in, throwing them in the trash can, filling up, taking the trash out, and then putting another bag in. You know, that's, that's what I want to do too. So Jordan, to answer your question, I mean, I hate COVID-19, so no, I don't want to watch it from a fan's perspective. I don't want to have no webcam on me, you know, going to different camera angles. I want to experience it like we're used to. I mean, 
It was a good question. It was a great question. Great question. It was a great question, but honestly, man, <sighs> COVID nineteen's got me in a triangle over here, and I'm just I'm just trying to fight out of it. I hate it. I mean, I would like to see that, like in a perspective of sitting, you know, first baseline, third baseline, you know. Yeah, that would be cool. In too. and out, zooming in and out. I never like, thought about baseball. Like he said, I mean, it was it would be badass, but again, the technology that we have nowadays. And the the TV coverage that we can, you know, grasp. It, it pretty much covers what he's asking. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna go against, you know, you know, sitting in a visualizing seat. a position in the stands. You know that visual. You know, just give me the the typical TV coverage, just because. The coverage is, you know, top notch. With the commentary and everything like that. You yeah, yeah. You, yeah. you got you got Tom Brenneman. Come on. And Cowboy. And, and Cowboy. Welsh. Chris Welsh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. Next question coming from Joe. What would you do if your employer said, in order to keep your job, you have to be one of the first 100 people to take the coronavirus vaccine. Well, you know, when I read when I read this question, my employer's going to make me to take a coronavirus vaccine to keep my job. I'm going to throw up the deuce. And I'm going to say, see you later, because my beliefs as a person is more important than my job at this point. Yeah. Moving on. Adios. Yeah. I mean, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't believe in it. Like if you want to stick a needle in me with something, I don't know what it is. Like I'm out. Like I can find a new job. Like I can find a new job the next day. I'm going to touch. Like I've got a particular set of skills that I know what I'm good at. Like I can go and do something. Yeah. And I can find a new job. Like, I'm not I'm not putting that in me. Like yeah. I don't know what it is. Like I'm out. See ya. I'm throwing up the deuce, peace sign. I'm out. Next to you, Troy. Uh I just want to hit on that. Currently, do you take a flu vaccine at your nope. position? Never have, never will. They do they, they give it to us for free yeah. from our company. And you deny. I deny every year. Never have, never will. And I'm on the same boat with him. Like we get we get offered a flu vaccine, and me and my wife, we say adios. Like, thanks, but no thanks. Yeah. Yep. If I get it, I get it. If I don't survive, I don't survive. Like, that's my choice. Like, no one's going to talk me into it. Yeah. See, Roski, I, I was kind of the same boat with you when this when this question hit. You said peace out, and I was the first thing that came to my head was peace out. And you know, that's not for me saying. I'm not, I'm against vaccines and all that because I know, you know, the smallpox and all that crazy shit that's been going on. I know that they're, you know, that's cool and that's good. But I mean, those vaccines took what years, decades, everything to manipulate. They're trying to force a vaccine on you. That's been, you know, maybe starting research March. So six months I'm out. I don't want to grow a third leg or a third arm. And <laughs> I'm, I'm not into that. So, I mean, may, maybe 
maybe a couple years down the road, I would entertain it. But to me, it's not worth. I'd rather lose my job than lose my life. Hundred percent. So that's true. That's where I'm at. Did you? What you think? Yeah, I mean, the way I read the question, you have to be one of the first hundred people to take the vaccine. I mean, that's a lot. To man. me, to me, this is this is a this is still a trial. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I mean, we're, we're still. You don't know what's going to happen. We're still part of the the test run. You know what I mean? And nobody really knows if this vaccine is safe, if it's effective. You know, like we're still kind of the guinea pigs. So I don't want to put my health at risk. I don't want to put my, you know, my family's security, safety, whatever you want to say. I don't want to put that at risk. So I'm probably going to opt out as well. Yep. You can find a new job. You just can't, you can't find a new life. You know what I mean? True. That's, yep. True. So the full round table is out in this I question. think so, yeah. Yeah, I, I, don't, so. I don't think any of us are going to take that vaccine. Uh, next question comes from Austin, a frequent contributor to the, uh, the weekly questions. His question is, what living people, living people, would you include in your dream golf foursome? Well, I'm going to butt in here and say Abella Danger, Brandy Love, and Riley Reed. Oh! Who? Wait, whoa. Wait. It's you, a... You hit us pretty Wait, 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 wait. I think you missed a key word. A oh. key word. Golf. <laughs> golf <laughs> foursome. Whoa. Golf foursome. Okay, okay. It's a great foursome, though. All right. <laughs> Okay, Abella and Brandy and Riley might be a different kind of foursome than I'm thinking about in my head. Okay, sorry. <laughs> sorry to the listeners. I misinterpreted the question. Okay, so if we're talking about golf here. Yeah, we're, talk- we're definitely talking about golf. Okay, we're talking about golf. Okay. So the first person that I'm thinking about playing golf with here is Michael Jordan. Because he's a big golfer, he's a big gambler, and he's always smoking stogies on the golf course. And you have all seen the pictures of him with the baggy corduroys on the golf course. Like this guy was the this guy was the old school golfer gambler on the golf course back in the nineties. So I need MJ. I need MJ on my golf squad. Next, gotta be living. I need Dave Portnoy, the founder of Barstool Sports. Okay. I need Dave Portnoy. He's not a big golfer. No, I, I feel I, like he would suck at golf. Yeah, yeah, he would. He would suck at golf, but I feel like he'd be entertainment value. Absolutely. And, and when I think of my foursome on a golf course, I don't I'm not going to win, Pierce. I'm not going to win. I'm going to have a good time. Most of the times I play in the scramble, I'm probably not going to win because I'm a terrible golfer. So I'm looking for entertainment value. So I'm taking MJ. I'm taking Portnoy because those are two of the biggest gamblers in the world right now. And these guys are going to clash. They're going to be gambling on every hole against each other, not against the other team. They'll probably be against they'll probably be against each other. Now hear me out. I know you got something to say, Troy. The no. third the third person. <laughs> I'm bringing Kid Rock on board. Have you ever seen Kid Rock tee off in a freaking uh what do they call them? Wife beaters and a pair of freaking Wrangler jeans and a pair of cowboy boots and a cowboy hat? Because, yes, Kid Rock does play golf. I want Kid Rock, Michael Jordan, Dave Portnoy, and myself to play in a foursome in the golf scramble because I think that would be the most entertaining. I'm not trying to win. I'm going for entertainment. I think us four would have the best time. Do I think that we would finish 18 holes? 
Probably not, because we'd either be fist fighting or I be like pissed it. drunk off our ass, uh, messed on. up on the freaking 12th tee. Hold on, golf cart. Who are you riding with? You, you got to force him. I want to ride with... See... I want to ride with Kid Rock All because right. we're more the party animals, and MJ and Dave would probably be more the gambling guys. So I want to be partnered up with Kid Rock in my golf tee or my golf cart because I don't think that we'd be talking golf. I think we'd be talking other things, and that's more what I'm about. I'm not a big golf guy, so me and Kid Rock would hit it off. MJ and Dave would have their own conversation about gambling, whatnot. <laughs> I think it'd be a great time. So that's my foursome. He's what not, do you guys think? He's I not, like it. I think that's gold. DG is looking at me like I'm a crazy ass. but No, I, I mean, I, I, that's intriguing to me. But I like the fact that you picked not only three guys that you think would be fun to play around at golf with, but also I love you, them you, in put, life. you put thought into yeah. if you and Kid shared a cart together. That Dave and MJ would have would would get along well. Like whole the, the, different like perspective. The group dynamics uh, yeah. would be good. Whole different among the group. These guys would be talking about gambling, smoking cigars, sports. They're rich as Portnoy shit. Portnoy is a sport guy. Yeah, they're talking about sports. Me and Kit Rocker just over here bullshitting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'd be a hell of a time. So that's mine. I, like I got it. Dave Portnoy, Michael Jordan, Kit Rock, and myself. Troy, over to you. Uh, number one, we got Charles Barkley. Oh gosh, yeah. You know he'd Chuck. be fun to play with. I mean, he's a terrible golf player, but he'd be awesome. He is. I he's, love watching his he's swing. He's a hoot, man. Yeah. He's a hoot. I I gotta see that swing in person <laughs> for sure. I agree. And uh, my second pick. Uh, it's got to be uh, Raphael the doll. Oh, Rafa. Nice. The tennis player? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I just love that guy's, you know, <coughs> work ethic. And he, he's a he's a humble, humble son of a bitch. <laughs> True. He, he's True. always been good. Yeah. And, and, and number three, I'm going to give it to Natalie Golbus. Mm. Who the hell is I'm not who familiar, is all not familiar yeah. with Yeah, her. I'm not either. Who's she? <laughs> you don't know. Can no? you can you explain her? Sexy. Hot. Fire. Fire, right there. I mean, like why like, is what she, she do? Like who is she? Like she's a uh, professional LPGA tour she's a, player. She's a golfer? Ah. Yeah, oh, she's okay. a golfer. Okay. okay, okay, so that's all you had to say. <laughs> Drew, who you got? Okay, so hold, uh, on. hold on. Okay, oh, I got a backup. Okay, okay. <laughs> He's got an alternate. Who's, yeah, who, and, who's and, your alternate? If Natalie can't show up, I got Ernie Johnson Jr. Yeah, from TNT. Yeah, TNT. I love Ernie. Ernie's, I, Ernie's, I, Ernie's I, a dog. I, I, yeah. I fucking love I Ernie. Think that's good. I mean, Ernie, Ernie's the guy. Yeah. I mean, he's. He, if you're yeah. an NBA fan, you don't love Ernie. Get the hell out of here. Yep. I've never seen somebody as professional. Is this cat? And he's humble, just and like he can Rafa. put it up with Shaq and them all all night, yeah, every night to be that middleman. Yeah. Is, and, and look at all the shit he's been. He he survived cancer. He's adopted kids. Like I I love this cat. Bring him along. He's hey, my so, backup. Love it. So I'm gonna ask you the same question you asked Rolski. You gotta force him. 
Who you who who are you sharing a cart with? Um, I think it's got to be Chuck. Who is it? Barkley. Barkley? They call him Chuck. I think it's got to be Chuck. I, I would love to share a cart with him. Yeah, it's got to be like, Barkley. Just those, like those, those would be some great conversations. I mean, if, if I got a backup, it, I mean, Ernie or Rafa, I mean, I don't really need it. I don't really need to have Natalie in there. I mean, that's just something to look no, at. It's got to be Chuck. I mean, 18 holes, you got to have something to look at. Come well, on. you can look at her That'd when cool. she's swinging. Yeah. Well, it's got to be Barkley. I'm telling you. All right, Barkley or uh, Johnson. Okay. It is in my cart. Drew, who you got on yours? So th- this one's been a little, been kind of fluttering around in my head. First off, I want to lead off with I am not a good golfer. I enjoy to do it, but I think it's fun. But uh, the first person that came to my mind was the goat of all goats, Tom Brady. <laughs> I, mean, I thought you were going to say Tiger Woods for him. No, hell no. He's way too good for me. Okay. So Brady's, Brady's, I mean, he can he can golf. That's your boy, Michigan But I think boy. it would be awesome to pick his brain, the way he lives his life, and just to hear all of everything he's been through. I thought his mentality rules. Plus, he's a good golfer, so that'd be kind of cool. Next, I'm, put, I'm putting him in the golf cart with Rob Gronkowski. Oh, yeah. Those two together. Gronk and Tom in the same golf cart. Okay. You know, oh, man. You know they're good pals. I mean, have you guys seen those videos? Uh, like, you know, after they, they won the AFC, you know, Oh, yeah, the videos are floating. Oh, dude, those two guys, man, they can, they can bring the heat. So, I don't know if Gronk can golf, but I know Gronk is a lot of fun. He so, is. you put those two together and get those personalities clashing, I you think. You got one more. Who's riding in the cart with you? And I got a lot of star power in the other golf cart. I'm hitting it with my dude, Jake Vink. Regular Seville dude, I don't want to be overpowered. Jake Vink, Jake, yeah, Jake Vinkovich. He's just a he's a fast and all manager. Hold on, did he get to Wilmington? Yeah, he, yeah, he went to Wilmington. Jake Vinkovich. Yep, yep. Jake. So if if I if I'm <laughs> no if I'm if I got Gronk and Tom, uh. I got I got nothing to talk to these guys about. What am I going to talk to them about? Like, hey, like, how's your how's your football team doing? Like, I I don't have that. So I got to have my dude next to me. Okay. Who is a goofy son of a bitch? Yeah. To drive in neutral down a down a hill with moisture on and just do a 360 and then throw his golf club in the cornfield. I oh. think Tom Brady would love that. I love He'd love eat it. that shit up. I love it. No, it's a great pick. You took one of your best friends. You got Tom Brady's best friends in the other golf car. I love it. Big good squad. DG. Tiger. I knew someone had to pick. Tiger's going to be one. And yeah. I know, like, you might think y'all dude he's elite like he's way too good for me to golf with no man i think he would be fun to golf with because you could just kind of like while you're playing you could just marvel it out at his greatness so tiger would be would be one and i'm hoping like you know if we're if we're playing 18 i'm hoping tiger wouldn't be so uptight and so Locked in. No, this he, is fun. That this he is fun. that he wouldn't want to like converse and just hang out in between shots. You know what I mean? So Tiger Woods would be my number one. My number two would be Chris Holtman, coach of the uh, Ohio State men's basketball team. Um, I got a lot of respect for that guy, man. I think he knows what he's doing, and I would just love to just pick his brain, have some con- a lot of conversations with him. I love his coaching style. I would just want to have a lot of just a lot of conversations with him. So, to answer my own question, he's the dude I'm sharing a cart with. And then my my fourth would be Scott Mescuddy, aka Kid Cuddy. He's gonna be along with us. Um, 
No idea if he golfs or not. So you're partnering him up with Tiger. Scott Muscat. Probably him and Tiger, yeah. Kid Cuddy. That's Dude, Kid Cuddy? That's I mean, Kid Cuddy. That's, that's Kid his Cuddy. first name, Scott? Scott. He's just a he's just a good down to earth dude, man. He makes some, in my opinion, some pretty good music, and I think he'd be a good dude to play around and golf with. I think it'd be really really fun. So there you it. go. I like it. Good deal. Corey with the K. Cue the music. Listeners, on your feet. It's time. For the question of the week. Brought to you by the Okinawa Smokehouse. For the very first time, he's standing on top. He goes by the name of... If all serial mascots were put together in a cage and had to fight to the death, who would come out victorious? Hard question, fellas. Hard I'll question. I'll I'll like it. When I think of serial mascots, a few that come to mind, Toucan Sam... Fruit, Fruit Loops. Really? Um, yeah. Um, I don't even know what, I don't even know if he has a name, but the Leprechaun from Lucky Charms. Magic Powers. Count Chocula. Um, Tony the Tiger. Frosted Flakes. Yeah. The most ferocious of the serial mascots I can think of. And in the commercials and in all the ads that I've ever heard on radio and TV, he seems like a really nice guy, like really friendly, really supportive, really positive, really uplifting. Tony the Tiger. But I feel like if he if you back him into a corner, dude, forget it. Yeah, he, forget he, it. He's, he's a big dude. He is a big. Tony Tiger's some rooted out son of a bitch. He tiger. is brawny, man. This he's, guy can fight. Yes, he's a big it, dude. It, it, he can fight, but come on, he's too friendly. No. Okay, Troy, who you got? Who you putting he, up against Tony the Tiger? Yeah, that's my pick. Go ahead. Fruity Pebbles. <laughs> Fred Flintstone. You son of a bitch. You pick Fred Flintstone. I pick Freddy. Spears. I like it. They're old and primitive. They make spears. They got fire. They run on their feet and through the vehicles. Yeah. I mean, I'm not I'm not so sure I take it over a tiger. I'm taking, I like it. I'm taking Freddie Flintstone. Freddie Pebbles. Freddie Pebbles. Against, a, against Tony the that's Tiger. That's a weak pig. DG won I, that one. I had, I had Tony, but he's too friendly, like you said. No. So, he, so Fred Flintstone's a mean son of a bitch? Uh, he can be. <laughs> Drew, who you got? Oh, you got you guys are all screwed. I mean, I, to me, I'm taking Lucky Charms. I got a leprechaun. Yeah, I'm magic. Can you're he a tiger? Dis- Bam! Snap he can, my fingers. You're now a fairy. He can disappear. You're an ant. Oh, Bam! Magic. Okay, you know, you know, I respect your answer with Lucky Charms, and honestly, when I came into this, I thought about Tony the Tiger. And then Troy, he went with 
Fred Flintstone. That was that was a stupid pick in my opinion. <laughs> stupid. Well, hold on before you go on your rant. Did you have him on your list? You didn't have absolutely him. not. <laughs> All right. Absolutely All right, not. Okay, okay. So my first pick was going to be Tony the Tiger. Okay. So DG took it, and you know I had I had the leprechaun on my list as well, but I'm gonna sneak through the back door here. I'm gonna sneak through the back door with Captain Crunch, and I got I've got like a sword and I've got like a hook on my arm and I'm coming through and I'm swiping and I'm dicing boys. I don't know if Tony the Tiger if I could swipe and dice him. I don't know, but I didn't want to pick Tony. I like Tony. But if I got to swipe and dice him with my hook and my sword, I might be able to cut you up. Well, here's the thing about Captain Crunch that I think. When I think Captain Crunch, I think he seems like a really down-to-earth guy. Yeah, well, when I think of Tony the Tiger, oh, I think he's, it, oh, it's great! <laughs> <laughs> when I think Captain Crunch, he seems like a really down-to-earth guy. He seems really nice. I mean, he seems like my next-door neighbor. Yeah. But... Wait till I get pissed off. How did he get that hook on one arm? Yeah, you know wait till I, mean? I get like, pissed because I was in a fight one seen, day. I got, uh, what's, yeah. That's what I'm saying. He's seen some shit. He's been through yep. some things. Yep. Like he's seen the the rougher side of life. You know what I mean? Like he's got that mean streak to him is what I'm saying. So yeah. I'm with you. Like I feel like he's got an edge about him. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, it's, a, I mean, it's up in the air. You know, I feel like. The leprechaun, he might have a little something to do because he can make us disappear and whatnot. But Troy, the Flintstone pick was pretty shitty. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing Fred the Fred Flintstone can do is make a car go that doesn't have a motor. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean that that pick is, was. Is, is Fred Flintstone the actual mascot of Fruity Pebbles? Yeah, I mean it like it's friend? him and it's him and uh. Him and Wilma. And what's the other guy's name? The blonde haired guy. Oh, uh, what's his Barney. name? Barney. 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 That's Barney. And Bam Bam. Barney and, and Pebbles. And I Pebbles. mean, Troy. Pretty shitty pick. Hey, hey, that's a whole damn family coming at you. You're damn right. I mean, you're going up against a pirate, a tiger, and a magician. You you're, got it. You guys ride my ass every time I come on there. But you know what, Troy? We keep having you because we love you. We appreciate you. <laughs> That'll do it for us. This is the end of our show. Hope you all enjoyed listening. Don't forget to rate us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Sip and Serve Pod. And like us on Facebook. Our email is Sip and Serve Pod at gmail.com. Send in those questions for episode 14. Also, don't forget to call us on our Sip and Serve hotline and leave us a question or story to be heard on the show. Please don't leave annoying voicemails like Troy does. But our number is 740-720-3537. DG, what's the number? That's 740-720-3537. Troy, appreciate you coming back on. Um, do better next time. d D-Mac, a.k.a. Drew, appreciate appreciate you coming on, man. Yep, thanks for having me, guys. You appreciate tore, it. You tore it up tonight. Uh, listeners, keep sending those questions in. Had a lot of good voicemails this week. Keep them coming. Appreciate you. I'm DG. I'm just along for the ride. And by the way, guys, we got some new hats on sale. We got a few shirt sizes left. Hit us up. We got the black tees with the new design. The hats are hot. We've sold 20 hats in less than three hours this week. So we got a new order coming in. 
Hit us back up for a new hat order. I'm Rolski. Stay hot, stay safe, and we'll catch you on the next episode of the Sip and Serve podcast. Troy, don't get discouraged on us. We love you, but you were late tonight. I was a little bit late. Excused absence. I brought the turkey.